Network. All right, we are here. We are recording. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my brother, DJ Grave Robber, and uh, it is DJ's birthday. And today's sponsor is Multivitamins. Super soldiers don't come cheap. <coughs> and your coach, Steve Rogers, at checkout. Oh, I don't know about that. Anyway, so let's go ahead and start the wrap up. What have you guys been doing? What have you guys been up to this week? Uh, DJ, we'll start with you. Um, well, we already talked about a little bit. Uh, I'm still waiting on the uh, the, the freaking uh, audio so I can start working on the uh, effects and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I uh, I actually been playing the uh, what the hell? <laughs> I've been playing the uh, the game uh, Song of Horror. Song of Horror. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like a like semi, I guess, old school Resident Evil, Silent Hill type vibe. It's, I guess, more reminiscent to uh, the remake. Although, although the tank controls is not exactly, uh, you know, it's not exactly present. But like, you no, know, it's about the style and fitting. And honestly, it's, dude, it's it's really good. It's it's uh it's it's underrated. It's underrated as hell. Like. Like the lighting is crisp, the sound design, the sound designs is like, Mwah. what's it called again? Uh, Song of Horror. You can find it pretty much anywhere. You know, uh, it's, it's on <laughs> Steam, uh, Xbox, uh, PlayStation. Yeah, like you know, uh, people like out there listening, like if you could find that, uh, find this game, and it's on sale on Steam right now. So, or you know, like, seventeen you know, bucks. Yeah, like complete you, you, edition. You, uh, yeah, but like, play this game. It's really, really good, and like from a uh, indie developer. You could tell they they really, they really took their time, and there's only one uh, one real weakness of the game so far because I'm on the third episode, like there's five episodes, but it's only as a complete pack, so that's what you're seeing right now, Dead Man. But uh, but if there's only like one real weakness is that is the fixed camera angles can kind of like shift your uh, controls a bit, so it's like if you you know if you're like you know having the controls for this a camera angle like like the slightest shift of a camera angle can actually like like rearrange your controls like oh yeah no I have to walk forward I have to like press this button over here and it's like that can really uh you know screw screw with you a bit hmm. hang on, why is your mic so hot I don't know really hot is that better turn your gain down angle I don't know which one that is on your mic you idiot. The yeah, but then I can't hear anything. What? Yeah. It's it's fucking gain slash volume. Yeah, you click it. You click it. You that click turns it. it off. All right. I don't know, dude. Fucking. I'll adjust your game. Just sit there. <laughs> yeah, should be a little bit better. Uh, so well, yeah, because I'm I'm looking at this and it does have a it does have a lot of episodes in the complete edition of 17.99. Yeah, it's it's five episodes in total, and uh, it's like it's so it's one of those you got to be careful with your characters because there is permadeath. Oh no shit! Yeah, like for each chapter, you start off with uh, with a assortment of uh, three or four characters, and if one character dies, they're dead. Got to pick another one to continue right where, where right where you left off. And oh wow. Yeah, and if all the characters die for that chapter, you know you have to start all over from the chapter. It, it's it's really really good. So far, I only lost like one person. 
but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh from the first chapter she's like uh you know like pretty much tech support for a security company she fixes security systems and she has no really overall bearing with the story so it's like yeah whatever she's gone uh Aricado says what's your guys' favorite types of video games I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say stuff like within with just big stories. I love big stories. The bigger the story, the more I'm into it. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Bioshock, like stuff like that. It has really big stories that I can interact with. That's what I'm gonna go for. Like it doesn't matter if it's multiplayer or single player, as long as there's a big story for me to get into, that's where I'm gonna be. What about you, Greg Robber? Uh, I'm definitely into like the third person shooter, but it has to have a good story, like um. Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid 4, Tom Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, the fucking Division. You know, I like I like the third person controls. You know, first person, yeah. I feel like they just focus more on what the guns look like versus the actual playability. So, mm. I mean, shit, even like the Resident Evil games and Silent Hill games could technically be third person shooters. They are. With the horror added to it, you know. And puzzles. Puzzles are good. Uh yeah, uh I'm similar to to a uh, dead man actually. I like stories you know in my games. You know like the days of like old school '90s where it's like like Doom. It's like there's a story there. Just got to read the text. Like who has time to read the text? Let's kill some demons. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, this but... says they like stuff like Undertale and Stardew Valley. What do we think about them? I personally think that uh, Undertale was extraordinarily overrated. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, like it, it got it got it got it hit a niche market, and that niche market was one of the loudest fan bases out there when it came to a video game like that. So I just like nobody could say anything wrong about it. You know what I mean? That's like they could like it couldn't be criticized. Otherwise, you'd be drummed out of whatever gaming circle was out there. So I believe like. And I and I played it. I did play it before anybody's like, "Well, you got to play." The-. No, I played it. It was it was overrated. In my, like in my the opinion. twelve people that like No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, before all the pre patches, um, yeah. As far as uh, Undertale goes, I'm 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 in the camp with Dead Man, and that's not to say that it's a it's a bad game. Far from it. It's very clever, and it's a presentation, it's designs, like you know, and how like certain things happen, like spoilers but then again this game's like what years old but like you know spoilers you can actually be the bad guy unknowingly like uh, and and you won't know until like the end it's like you know like it's clear with that but i do agree it's it's kind of overrated and i think it's because the fans uh hyped it up like way too much like this was like the next shakespearean like artistic game or something like that yeah not exactly like shakespeare but like like this game could like do no wrong and like i came in like i came in with all the hype so it was kind of like underwhelming in that regard for me. Hmm. And uh, what do you think, I Greg? Played e- I haven't played either one of them. Honestly, yeah, I don't think cool. I've even heard of either one of them. So, wow, that's rare. You know, be on the internet, like especially during <laughs> like the mid two tens, you never heard of a Undertale. Man, the mid twenty tens, I was in the military. There were <laughs> like I had vaguely hmm. heard about Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is the fandom killed the game. I mean, well, yeah, that's kind of the problem. That's kind of like when I when I go into it, I go into it, you know, like I know all three of us do. We go into it objectively, mm-hmm. like like Grave Robber and DJ and I both all all three of us know that the division is not 
is not a great game overall. It's pretty average, but we have a lot of fun with the story and the lore, and and that's it. Like if if uh, it's about the same ranking as Destiny, and if Destiny had anywhere half as good as the story that the Division had, we all three of us would be far more into it. Hideo Kojima, man, we said like two like a couple podcasts ago, if yeah. he was in there, shit would be explained. He would make sure of that. Overexplained. Honestly, dude, what comes to destiny, that needs to happen. Yeah, I'd rather have overexplaining than not. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Grave Robber? What have you been doing this week? Uh, let's see. Uh, threw my back out at work, so there's that. And so Friday, I went uh, to the doctor, and they gave me muscle relaxers. I'd never had muscle relaxers before. So I got a little loopy on them and made a bunch of TikToks and then went to bed. <laughs> and then today I was working with Danny Atwell from Dark Charm Media um, for about three hours, recording a bunch of various parts and stuff for Dark Charm Presents and for Fascination Street. So that's pretty exciting. And then we yeah. literally played the division to the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> literally to the last minute. Uh, let's see. What have I? What have I been up? What have, been up to a lot this week. But like, honestly, I've been, uh, like, I've been fucking swamped at work, like so swamped. Like Grave Robber knows. Yeah. Like usually, usually I've I've had over double my usual shipments at work. So I have literally had no energy and no flexible fucking joints to be able to go to the gym this entire week. That doesn't mean I'm stopping. That doesn't mean I'm giving up. That doesn't mean. I, I had a, you know, I'm oh, I'm just going to stop going. No, I am going to keep going because I made this promise and I'm going to keep doing it. It's just that this week fucking sucked. And just emotionally, everything was just draining. And so yesterday I went to my friend BJ's house, like I mentioned before the show started, hung out with him for his birthday, watched some US, UFC. And um, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So to make up for the idea that you guys aren't getting a gym video or didn't get a gym video this week, uh, Grave Robber gets one free Disgusting the Dead Man uh, on the post show. It's going to be the last video. So those of you who are part oh, of the... I have Those of you saved. who are part of the Patreon, uh, you get to see me being punished for not going to the fucking gym. And this is <laughs> yeah. a way of holding myself accountable. Like I, I told yeah. you guys, all of this happens on the, on, on the Patreon, so I'm accountable. Yeah, I'm not going to be for that one, so I'll bounce. Yeah, you are. No, hell no. It's disgusting, dead man. You're right. I I already have it pulled up. You're right, Mike. You're right. There is no excuses. There is no excuses next week. Like I'm this week though. Literally, my entire company will shut down for four, five days. Yeah, it was shut down. I'd I'd call you in the morning, and you'd be like, "What's up, Bubba? Oh, your system's still down, huh? Yeah." Yeah. All right, go and back so, to bed. <laughs> yeah, for five days, like they had to, like for this entire week, they had to really double up all my stuff. And so, trying to get that out there was like, uh, and then, like, I thought I killed my tire like yesterday oh, or the day before. <laughs> I thought I murdered my tire, man. And uh, I was like, I was just dreading it. I was at work listening to shit. Like, I was listening to some of the funniest podcasts. But I was just angry all night. You know what I mean? Like you ever like angry laughed? You know, you're like <laughs> fuck. Like you just like yeah, like yeah, DJ dude. looks right now. 
when that happened, your your whole attitude changed. You were like, yeah, da 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 ka-chunk. Oh, I just took out the curb. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, man, now my tire's got a limp to it. I'm like, well, okay, hold on. It could be a couple of things. Maybe there's a bubble in the sidewall. You got to get a new tire. Or worst case scenario, you bent your rim. Yeah. Are your rims steel or aluminum? I don't know. Do they have hubcaps or are they just bare metal? Bare metal. They're aluminum. So if anything, you would have broke a chunk out of it. And then later he's like, hey, it's cool. I just had like mud and ice in it. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was this. This I have a really long off ramp to work. Right. It's like a really long off ramp for some reason. And it's one lane and this cop pulls right in front of me pops his cherries so i'm going fucking 70 this cop pops his cherries and i'm just i like you know like when when you lurch forward even though you know the car's slowing down but your body still goes oh yeah <laughs> so, that's how hard i hit the goddamn brakes like, oh <laughs> so i had to go around the cop and my my front right tire i just hear <clears throat> fucking get out get back after work and i'm just like angry i'm just like i'm about to just shoot everything i'm going to shoot my car i'm going to shoot the tires i'm going to shoot the leather seats i'm going to shoot the ground next to the car because fuck everything now walk over to the side of the car and there's just this gigantic chunk of mud and hay on the on the on the, on the tire, and I'm just like, oh, please let that be it. So I take my very expensive knife and I just start prying that bitch off, and I'm just like, oh god, let that be it. Please let that be it because I can't afford a fucking rim right now. <laughs> I start driving down the street, no limp, and I'm just like, ha, 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 fuck. <laughs> So yeah, that was my big adventure. And then uh, yeah, watched UFC last night, and that was boring. I don't know why people pay 55, 60 bucks for UFC fights when they're just fucking boring. Aricardo says, I think it's okay to take a break sometimes, and Mike's laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's a, that's our whole week in a nutshell. And it's just it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Like we've all had a very busy week. And of course, DJ slept with three strip clubs with a woman for his birthday, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, on with the show. Half a candidate knows your name. Let's start the show. Hey, French girls are hot. What can I say? How many nationalities did what's his name name in that one song? Uh, you don't know, do David Lee Roth. I don't know. They're really old songs. It's like, uh, Florida girls are sweet. You know, you really. You know which one I'm talking about? Mm, no. Vaguely. Dude, I haven't heard. Yeah, but I, I haven't heard that in years, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> Dating myself. Carmen told you. <laughs> Carmen's mean. So let's talk about this. So this is a big controversy that happened this week. I'm surprised DJ did, missed it for the uh, for the whole uh, for the whole news cycle. But let's talk about. Well, this. Wait, wait, this video games, dude. Like everybody's talking about the freaking uh, thing over in uh, Russia right now. So it's like, Danny, welcome to the show, California girls. Thank you. Uh, well, yeah, the whole politics and stuff we don't talk about, but this happened. So artisan builds. 
is or artesian bills however whatever however you want to pronounce it is a computer company that works with uh custom computers and usually small creators and so they've been kind of known to be uh on the side of the little guy but recently on twitch they were brought they were broadcasting live and hosting a giveaway for a custom built pc for all of their partners that's part of their program the problem uh -oh. was is that one of the people that won was not as big uh, a streamer as one of the senior guys in the company who was running the giveaway liked and completely just threw her win out. What the hell? Yeah. So. That's some bullshit. Yeah. So let's take a look at this. Is this supposed to be a company for the little guy? Yeah. During during the live streams, our teaching bills offers discounts and PC upgrades to viewers and gives away a free PC to ambassadors every month. Ambassadors are affiliate content creators who refer artisan build PCs to their viewers and receive a percentage of every sale, you know, so on and so on. Having met the minimum requires to become an ambassador, many people would assume that they qualify for the monthly ambassador giveaways. To the surprise of some recent winners, however, it seems these are arbitrary and undisclosed requirements. Because on March 1st, content creator Kia Pia won a completely built PC during an Artisan Bills Twitch live stream. So mm. this is where it gets fucked. Rather than congratulating her, company CEO, it's a CEO, Noah Katz, allegedly altered the giveaway requirements and disparaged her numbers. 2,000 followers is under my threshold, he said live on the stream. Let's see if you have redeeming qualities. This person has three months of ambassadorship and not a single click, not even once, purged. Kia Pia made a Twitter thread sharing clips of the stream, commenting, you hear this man's voice? He's belittling me. It's slander and defamation of my stream and me as a person. I won that PC fair and square. She went on to explain Katz's condescending tone made her feel like I'm not a good streamer. Which is crazy because <clears throat> Kia Pia has 25,500 followers on Twitch Yeah, right now. Well, 2000 like well she got a big boost but 2000 i think he was not referring to followers but subs maybe mm. so and this is part of the twitter thing if you haven't heard and uh bills do not care about their small streamer ambassadors they have monthly pc giveaways for their ambassadors great right except they don't care for small streamers i got chosen and they changed their rules last minute so this 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 brought them under all sorts of fire. Hmm. It was just all sorts of fire. Like it is the holy shit. Uh, soon after, other Twitch streamers shared that they had also won PCs from Artesian builds, which they had never received either because they didn't have a large enough following, didn't have enough clicks, or on their affiliate links, or didn't meet other giveaway requirements. And that they were added in the last minute. Sonic Mega. Huh, I know that name. Where do we know that name? Mm, I don't uh, know. Well, they said uh, rather than receiving a free PC, was told that Artesian Builds would only give them to $500 towards the purchase of a PC from them. What the fuck is that? Oh, my God. Dude, no wonder these cats became came under fire. I thought it was just a one giveaway. These guys are fucked. Wow. Stry Strawberry Moogle also shared a clip of Artesian Bill's stream during which she won a new PC and her small following just and had her fall small words and stuff. Yeah, small following disparaged on screen. Uh only two point four 
thousand followers, certainly valid, certainly able to get merchandise, a valid user, able to win our other products, but not, yeah. No, they didn't disqualify and give it to anybody. They just refused to give it to the streamers. Like they're literally like, eh, no, fuck them. They ain't got the they ain't got the numbers. And the thing <laughs> is, is that these guys won fair and square. These guys met everything and so on and so forth. However, they were just like, Well, I don't want to give a PC to uh somebody with only two point four thousand followers. And the thing is, is that I I know these I know these names. I know I know Sonic Mega, I know Strawberry Moogle. They have a, they have quite a bit of followers. I don't think they have a lot of subs though. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sonic Mega has like twelve and a half thousand followers. Yeah. That's kind of a lot, DJ. man. Like, just imagine like you you go out into the world and do stuff, and there's twelve thousand people just walking around with you watching what you do. Yeah, just watching you. DJ, you want to weigh in? No, I mean I'm just thinking. Is they like, can they actually do anything about against this company or not really? Not really, except for put them on blast because none of this is part of like a contract. You know, none of this is legally provable. Uh, they can just throw them out there and just throw them under a rail. Yeah, they could take mm. their follower count to an advantage, you know, and just let them know what happened, how they got did dirty, and then watch how people stop dealing with this computer company, you know. All oh, these, these, they, they've had, <laughs> they've had not like thousands of their like their custom stuff, all their stuff that they've had like backlogged, thousands of cancellations, like thousands yeah. and thousands. Like these guys are gonna, about, these guys are about to fucking die. Oh well, hey, whatever, <laughs> man. I mean, they wouldn't even look at us. We don't even have a hundred fucking subs on our channel. Like, <laughs> do we have fifty? <laughs> I don't think we do. <laughs> Uh, not many viewers are happy about seeing the duplicitous nature of the Artesian Bills giveaways. Ms. Kiff, one of the founding members of the esports organization OTK Network, announced that the group had officially cut ties with them. Our uh, YouTube has our YouTube has 41 subscribers, y'all. Nice. Proud of that. OTK, <laughs> a collective of streamers working together to elevate one another and produce content that is greater than the sum of our parts. Uh, I think it was an absolute garbage shit PC. Nothing was right with it. Nick Merckx, another Twitch streamer, stated that Katz's language on the stream was very, very odd and very weird, and he didn't like it. He just lost Nick Merckx. Wow. Hmm. Wow. For those of you who don't know, Nick Merckx is really important in the whole streaming community. Like, really, really important. And if you lose him... That's uh this guy Nick Merckx plays with Doctor Disrespect, uh with uh, with uh um. Phase, you know what I mean? Like he's he's big, he's really big, and if he's abandoning your shit, good luck. <laughs> Although they've apologized multiple times for the CEO's behavior during the giveaway streams, it hasn't stopped the blowback. Kia Pia shared that she has since received an email from the company and been offered a new PC, which she turned down. My email was my email back to them was simple two sentence reply. No, thank you. Take me off your ambassador list. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> hmm. Now here's a question. Would you all accept the, the uh, apology PC? No, no. No. Just on principle, it'd be like, no. Mm -mm. 
No, absolutely not. Like the the like I know um I know I know I know a lot of people are, 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 would would say, you know, like, oh absolutely, you know what I mean? Like uh uh you know yeah i wouldn't take the apology pc what's this hold on a sec i'm finding just another story that's related to this wow okay this well this is this is something we can't actually cover um so i i wouldn't do it i mean like and we, we like dj and i talked about another another situation involving money and integrity uh recently and he was very surprised to learn that i i choose my integrity i i choose my integrity over money and something like this so like if somebody came to our show and was like i really like dj i really like great rapper i really like dead man i like your guys this format uh we're gonna put you on this list you know what i mean in this list hey meg just here to talk shit please do uh <laughs> you know we're, we're gonna put you on this list however we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you something if we pick your name, and then they, and then we win, and we're on a live stream with them, and they're like, "Oh, well, let's take a look here." VT Network. I don't know. It's it's three minorities, three brown guys, <laughs> and they don't have a. They don't have ten thousand followers. Yeah, no, we're not. Gonna, we're not gonna give them shit. And then right. every and then the whole internet explodes on our side, and they come back to us and go. Hey, uh, we're sorry about that. Here's here's the thing we promised. No, fuck you, dude. Fuck no. you. Take your fucking build. Shove it up your ass. Go fuck yourself. Right? Better yet, take... You know what? No. Take your build. Shove it up your ass. I'm going to see if Bitwit Kyle wants to help. Yeah. <laughs> like... Because he'd probably at least hook you up with some parts, you know? Something. Anything, you know? Well, I mean, what, what DJ would you... No, in this situation, no, I wouldn't. Like, yeah, you know, they can keep the PC. I mean, like the only way I could probably could even consider if the CEO got fired or something. Like under new management. Like, yeah, exactly. Were, like, trying to tie up loose ends. Because yeah, no, as long as he's there, no, I don't. I don't even want to freaking uh, even think about you anymore. Yeah. Take, Take the, the bill to, to the ring. ring. <laughs> Man, as soon as, as soon as I get my, as soon as I get my baby. Hey, that would things. be a good video, though. Mike might be on to something. Digging We're sorry. Team. Here, can we send you a PC? Can you give sure. us a review? Sure. Doesn't All right, so I got an Artesian well. Builds PC here. Um, you know, after they screwed me <laughs> over, they wanted me to give you a review of its capabilities. So we're going to start by seeing, you know, obviously, we're going to start small and then work our way up. So we're going to see if it can stop the 22 caliber. Yeah. <laughs> Go oh no, guys! Full, stay tuned. We're gonna work our way up to fifty. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna go full fucking uh, full full demo ranch on that bitch. Hell so here's yeah. here's some more fallout from this. Asmongold and Mizkif. So Mizkif and Asmongold, both actually really successful streamers, have also parted ways with Artesian Gold, uh, Artesian Builds. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so OTK has the, the their founding members are gone. The dude hmm. looks like a homeless lioness. <laughs> this guy looks like he uh, he works in the zoo, but can't talk to the people that come into it. 
that's in the daytime. <laughs> and, at night, and, at, and at nighttime, he rides around with his buddy and his friends in a little van with a dog, and they solve mysteries. Hmm. So here is a video posted by, uh, to Twitter by Jake Lucky. Catches on stream researching P- Kia Pia. So we have the actual clip. Do you guys want to see this? Might as well. Oh, yeah, it's 30 seconds. All followers combined, still under 5K, even across multiple socials. I was trying to be generous. Mm, That's a tough one. Because there's bound to be repeats if you include multiple socials. I know. That's also true. Let's go into the analytics dashboard. Spicy. Okay. Wow, that's quality content right there. And he has Mr. Beast's name on screen right here. Oh, Mr. Beast isn't gonna like that. <laughs> wow, man! Hmm. Look at this, and it just keeps going. But yeah. But no, I mean, basically, like long, but pretty much the long and short of it, like you know, she did the right thing. You know, she stuck to her, in her integrity. You know, fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah, kind of reminds me of that episode of iCarly. You know, when they signed on for the shoe deal for Carly's little show, and then the shoes were trash. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, you can only state facts about the shoes, and so they were like, if you're ever cold, just step in a puddle of water, and they poured water on it, and then the shoes will light on fire to keep you warm. <laughs> Man, so uh, I'm 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 giving them I'm giving them less than a month before they go down. What do you guys think? Mm. I'll be generous. Yeah. Give them six weeks. The internet is a little preoccupied with other things, so it's not going to go as fast as normal. Yeah, true. Yeah, I could do like a month, month, month and a half. So like six weeks, yeah. Like that's that's just, I'm, that's all I'm giving them, dude. Because honestly, a lot of this money comes from the uh, from the over uh, retail prices that they sell shit for. You know what I mean? Like if you get a thirty sixty, like I have, which is only four ninety nine retail, they're selling these for like eight nine hundred mm. on their on their website. In fact, let's let's take a look at let's take a look at uh let's take a look at some prices from them. Oh, man. Hmm. So let's take a look. Let's take a look at some prices. Let's see how over uh how overpriced they are or how over retail they are. Ready guys? All right, so, so we're gonna so we're gonna we're gonna start a build. Let's start a build. So we're gonna do gaming. Shit. Definitely want to go with AMD though. Yeah, we're gonna go with just performance. Yeah, AMD. They're, they're basic. Oh my god. No, none of this. This is with a 1650. Mm. At that price, oh my god. Wow. Okay, I know I know not everybody speaks. 
PC nerd. And NVIDIA GTX 1650 is... And it's six, a Ryzen six 5. Years old? Yeah, six years it's old? Yeah, it's old. And it's packed with a Ryzen 5 CPU. Aren't they on I like have... 9 by now? No, like... we're only on 7. 7. Well, okay. But still. Well, it's it's not it's not by generation. It's power. Like, yeah. I have a Ryzen 5. Let's, yeah. let's, let's edit this. Let's edit this. Okay, so let's, let's put in mine. So okay, so is a... I saw that it said CPU cooling block. Like for a thousand dollars, you don't even get a designated closed loop li- like liquid cool. Nope. Like so, let's do it right here. Nvidia RTX 3060. This is mine. Not even let's a say GTX, plus yeah. six hundred and something dollars. Four hundred and something dollars. Jesus. So there, there's there's that. So. Uh, Which is kind of messed up because in the picture it shows a closed loop liquid cool on this CPU. So let's take a look what else they have. So this is I have this. This is fine. Uh, Windows 10 is fine. Uh, all of this is professional. No, don't do that. Don't do. Um, <laughs> what's this? Peripherals. Oh, okay. So it's not even part of it. Okay. Nothing else. No capture cards. That's just a 3060 and 16 gigs. Click on CPU cooler real quick and see what comes installed. CPU. It's just a Rock Pro. Mm. Literally just that. Yeah, because then look at the picture, though. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the, the picture. The, this is an IIO. Yeah. yeah. AIO. So I, I, know, I know a lot of you guys are watching <laughs> this going like, what the fuck does this all mean? This means that they are charging a lot. Like, a lot for not a lot. So it's an extra charge to get what's in the picture. Yeah, because oh. this is a what? What is this? This is an AIO. So this would be not even Corsair. I mean, it could be like a is v- that Corsair or, or an NZXT? No, this is an NZXT. Season is a completely different. So this would probably be the EVGA one. Hmm. Or because I'm trying to I'm trying to max match the picture because yeah, three fans. Um, they didn't even have it available. No. Oh no! Here it is. It's you know you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It is an NZXT. My apologies. How much extra is that? Three hundred and forty-four dollars. Extra. Extra. Extra on top of not this. even what's and in that's the and that's and that's <laughs> in the picture is a thirty ninety as we see here. Right. That is a thirty ninety. But like I said, let's just let's just go to what I have. What I have costed me around a thousand dollars, just around a thousand dollars, and that is with an extra hard drive, which I don't see them having. I don't see them having an extra hard drive here. Mm, storage drive, no, no, no selection. So yeah. let's do what I have. Let's do what I have, which is two terabytes, two terabyte SATA SSD, mm-hmm. or two terabyte HHD. HD. Th- that is our final price. Ooh. $2,000, mm, $1,860. And that is just for what I have that costed me around a thousand bucks. So that's what these motherfuckers are charging for this, because this isn't even the, this isn't even the case that this comes in. Like, this is ridiculous, dude. Like, no fucking wonder. I don't, I don't care if they go under. Fuck this. Fuck that. That is too much, dude. DJ, don't get ripped off by the flash, guys. Don't get ripped off. No, 
Yeah, no, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'll, I'll just watch those prices. It's just one of those, yeah, quietly see. But then again, I mean, heck, just look at the site. It, it, it seems kind of shady, you know. You know, shady in itself. Like one of those, you know, you know, third-hand black market sites. Like, hey, you want to? <laughs> hey, you want to get this? Uh, you know, awesome. One thirty ninety. So, yeah. I mean, what what do you think of the what do you think of the prices? I mean, like, I don't think it's I don't think that that computer is not worth that much money. No, no it isn't. No, like it, it's <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's freaking ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, like they're over they're overcharging like a bunch of shit. I guess just trying to maximize profits or whatever. And no, no. Like just yeah, anyone new egg and build it yourself. Yeah, like anyone who has e- even the slight remote of computer savvy knows that no, this company is freaking. Uh, you know they're ripping you off and like in the worst way possible. Yeah, and like the worst part is that people because because pre builds right now are the way to go. Uh, people are just are just are just giving them this money. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it, it's it's like oh my god, eighteen hundred oh, two thousand dollars for just a thirty sixty, a thirty sixty, bro. Like that is yeah. so much for the, like. And like I said, for those of you who don't speak nerd, who have <laughs> no idea what the fuck you're we're talking about, just imagine paying BMW prices for like Honda Civic, a Honda, yeah, a Honda <laughs> Civic. Well, we could be generous. BMW prices for a Honda Accord. Okay, fine. We'll go Accord. Yeah, because, yeah, mid-tier. Literally mid-tier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a Honda Accord. Just imagine paying $55,000 for a Honda Accord. And it, it's 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 fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I know, and like I said, I'm trying to relate this to non, non-nerd people. But, but also, like Mike Smith had brought up for the Friday show, people still pay $50,000 for a Honda Accord. It's just called an Acura. Granted, granted, you know. we like we talked about with branding. You know, people pay same for the shit, brand. different name, right? Yeah, <laughs> destiny and, you know, division. Hey, shut up. Fuck <laughs> uh, let's see. Hold on. Yeah, a, a Honda Accord in twenty twenty two costs twenty five thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. imagine paying fifty five, sixty five thousand dollars for that car. <laughs> That's what that's exactly what we're talking about here uh, with these parts and with everything, because right now uh, uh, building building a PC isn't what it used to be. Right, DJ? Yeah. 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 Back in the day is like, honestly, if you if you wanted a, a proper budget, proper balance, you you build a PC, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you. You know, like, 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 like everything, like, you know, and, you know, and, and parts actually mattered uh, back then, like, you know, but, but also it's all it also very, like, very specific, like certain motherboards wouldn't work with certain chipsets, certain yeah. games wouldn't even work unless you had a, a certain graphics car, like this specific graphics car, like that, uh, that one version of MechWarrior 2 comes to mind. I forgot the exact, uh, graphics oh, I know which car. one you're talking about. Yeah. I, it was the... Oh, it was uh, it was uh, no, it was a four four fourteen sixty. Uh, I think it was more older than that. No, no, no. You're right. It was older than that. Yeah, God, it was Mech Warrior it, two. So yeah. I think so it was then it was then it was the eight eighty. Probably yeah. 
And it's like it had to be like this specific graphics card, or the game wouldn't work. It, it, it was. It was ridiculous. It really was, you know. But like, but it was, it was, it was easy enough to like, you know, wade through the waters. But once you did, like, you know, you saved a lot of money, you know, building your own PCs, knowing knowing what to do. Because you could build a you could build a gaming PC back then, uh, a gaming PC back then for around six to eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. like mid mid tier to high tier, six to eight hundred dollars. Today, your your budget starts at eight hundred dollars and yeah. it goes up from there like i got so fucking lucky with the pc i got because the pc i got well the whole reason i jumped on it was because it was the right price for the right parts at the right time and i said i'm taking it so moving on from that though because yeah, or you can just get a mac and just bypass everything all together <laughs> i mean well, Macs yeah, i mean with, with max it's just the date that matters like if is it this year oh then you're good for whatever yeah, if, if it's if it's a Mac, you're usually good for five to six years. Yeah, uh, but let's move on from that. Um, I why did why did you add this one when I told you we don't talk about politics? It's still gaming, dude. What do you want? Like, dude, like I do, I told you, dude. Like, 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 most of like gaming news is just based on what, on the situation of uh, Russia and Ukraine right now. Like, what the fuck do you want? I mean, if it's there, it's there. Activision Blizzard, Epic Games, and EA follow Microsoft in halting all sales in Russia. There's a lot of companies that haven't halted uh, sales, and they're getting a lot of backlash for it. But yeah, even again, OnlyFans has blocked their Russian creators. Yeah. Yeah, um, EA even blocked Russian teams. What? No, I mean, damn. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is uh, we're not... like the, the, the problem with these stories is that all of this comes with a political set to it and uh this is just not something i, I want to cover on the show <laughs> but we it's read the headline, so we got the point yeah yeah uh oh, yeah like the, the video game section should be very relatively short because like i said like that's pretty much what everyone's talking about right now the, i i just found something i just found out about something about artesian bills that had nothing to do with that like <laughs> come on man well yeah yeah like it was buried like how much it was lot. first page, and that was actually that's been a that's been a story for days. Sounds like it was buried beneath the crust of the earth. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it looks like that's it for the that's it for the gaming section. Moving on from that, then. All right, just so moving on from that. Um, there's been a I, I did go see the Batman over over uh the last couple of days and i i am really really impressed with what they did i am really impressed with what they did and i know dj was just having his fun driving nails into me because for some reason he thinks i think the nolan trilogy is the best of everything it's not no i, mean, I, just, I, I just find I'm it annoying. pretty sure you think that too i don't yeah. Yeah, like, no, it's like, so no, gritty I, I, and it's so raw. It's it's perfect no. and and oh my god, Heath Ledger I never fucking said it was perfect. How fucking dare you? Don't put yeah, like, yeah. don't yeah, put yeah, words no, in he, my he, mouth. No, I'm bro. sorry. Graves right about the Heath Ledger. No, I'm sorry, dude. No, I, yeah, Ledger, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I poke nails you all the time, like because people for freaking months after the Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight movie came out, 
Damn, it was just 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 bothering me and whoever else would probably listen. Oh, wait, wait, like you know, Heath Ledger and uh, Jack Nicholson, who's the better Joker? And I keep Not freaking telling close. them like for several months. Dude, nope. you cannot compare the two. Yeah, you fucking did. If no, I did Mustigan, not. No, I did Mustigan not. back me up on it. But anyway, or you just yeah, just but, mention Heath Ledger's Joker and he yeah, quotes it, the entire scene in the Joker's voice. It, oh my god, it was like <laughs> I had to deal with that for months and months on end. I had to keep telling them like, dude, they're two different Jokers, two different times, two different movies. But he just kept poking and prodded me about this all this stuff so when the batman re- uh released i was like he was like oh christian bell's best batman ever you know, you know i never said christian that bale. either <laughs> like, you know, my, my favorite of batman of all time like this is christian bale you know, nope. like christian and christian bell was uh pretty much he, he pretty much played like batman who, who begins like obviously you know batman begins like you know a young batman you and are the, putting and, a and, lot of words new batman mouth, coming around that uh you much rewriting his you know, like batman year one year two and mm. i'm like oh oh yes that's right oh so which one's going to be the best one i did man like oh i like, you know all that shit with the jokers let's see about this one let's see like let's see you get torn apart but god damn it god dang it <laughs> they, 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 they pulled the fucking uh frank miller I, I i think they hate me over in hollywood it's like no we're gonna make this, make, 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 make this completely different you know so like so like so dj won't have jack shit on uh dead man here yeah it, it is like in low places you know like 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 fuck me right well whatever you know whatever they got you on wolfwood so I, I'll, I'll take that victory at least yeah uh joker voice new batman impression joker or cage i that is a lot of questions and i have no idea how to address it <laughs> there's a lot to unpack in that one first of all i didn't start that fucking discussion oscar did fuck you Number two, <laughs> I argued that Heath Ledger's Joker was the best on-screen adaptation we've seen so far. Fuck you. Number oh, yeah, three, man, Christian Bale is oh, not my favorite fucking oh, Batman. Oh, this he's clearly better than Jack Nicholson in every way. Oh, God, Heath Ledger, <laughs> please ravage me. Like, God, dude, I'm not, like, what it's, the I'm fuck? Guy, dude, he doesn't remember his conversation, but I fucking do, dude. I had, I had to deal with this for fucking months. Like, three until, like, 3 a.m., he would just poke and prodded and just fucking hound because me with this shit in every up. single way possible he's denying it now but i'll never forget that time fuck you dead man fucking oscar no, no, fuck off he's fuck the off, one that fuck did off, it fuck off fuck <laughs> off the oscar knew when to stop you did it you never fucking did here it comes to my house at, 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 like, at midnight like we were because talking you agreed and not like 10 you. minutes later oh he pleasures joker jesus Oh, his splooge is just covering my insides. Like, how do I mute this motherfucker? You agreed with him. Whether you yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree as a freaking joke. My God, I, I think I was accepting off a dead man talk. like explosion, the atomic ex- nuclear explosion at me. I was just playing around. I thought I was being clear. Oh, but apparently no, not dead man. Oh, it's like, wait, what's this DJ? You dare talk crap about what's Heath Ledger's Joker, the ultimate of Joker of all time, where there's no one ever better than Heath Ledger's Joker, my personal Joker. Jesus? Well, 
What the fuck? I hope you cleared your calendar for six months, bitch, because I'm about to show you why Heath Ledger's Joker is the ultimate Joker of all time. Also so much so that. that Bob Kane himself cannot possibly ever create another Joker as great and as powerful as Heath Ledger. And here I am, it's like, dude, about, freaking calm down. There's two different Jokers. Why are we no? You must know the absolute pain that you would cause me because you dare this Heath Ledger and any possible. Fuck this. <laughs> that censorship. What are you doing? <laughs> no, the, here's the fucking problem. All right. He wasn't kidding around. He loved Oscar poking fucking holes in me. He loved, and look at his fucking face because he can hear me. He used to fucking love Oscar poking holes in me. So what would he do? He'd egg Oscar on. He would egg him on. And his favorite fucking thing to say back then, oh, just stirring the pot. Just stirring the pot. So when this motherfucker keeps fucking going and keeps pushing the goddamn subject, oh, I thought I was being clear. No, you fucking weren't being clear enough because he brought it home and I fucking told you about it. And well, what's this? What's this? The consequences of my own actions of fucking with you nonstop? Like, yeah, dude. Okay. Fucking, you are the one who did it. You're the one who had to hear about it because of what you fucking did. And Oscar fucked with me, and you helped him fuck with me. Your own consequences, oh. Bubba. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute you. I'm gonna mute you. Stop yelling. Stop yelling. I'm gonna... <laughs> he has and sometimes I wonder he was just trying to get a rise out of me at the time. By the times like he would look at me, he would give me that fucking dead serious look in his eyes. You know the uh, the look yeah, he gives great, bro. It's like no, I'm completely 100 serious on this shit. Uh, yeah no like either way either way those are the consequences of your own actions and i never fucking said any of that shit bat christian bale is not my favorite guy you're still muted you muted yourself but i can't unmute you i can't unmute you no, well, yeah, I can't. I can't. You know, you. You to if any yourself. of our viewers ever wondered if y'all were actually brothers, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> DJ, we can't unmute you, bro. You muted yourself. You gotta unmute yourself, bro. Yeah, uh, we, we can't unmute you. Um. Yeah, anyway, we, yeah, we pretty much are. We're pretty much brothers, and we argue about like a lot of a lot of shit. Like, <laughs> like you were told, like I'm exactly with the conversation with like, Joker, but like when uh like. We had like like a uh, like a huge back and forth like for like six years over Mega Man, like which one was yeah. better, the original series or, or X? I say X. Yeah, and I, I say the original series. And like, <laughs> DJ, your uh, your settings changed, Bubba. Oh, this great. See, that's what happens on on Streamyard, man. Like, yeah, I had muted myself up. to vape, and then all of a sudden, my gain went up through the roof. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, are they, they're they're introducing some new features, so I don't know. I don't know. If that's what's fucking stuff up. But yeah, we a are feature fucking or brothers. A bug? Uh, is yes. that better? No. Uh, yeah, but yes, we are fucking British. brothers. And <laughs> he'll be right back, folks. Uh, <laughs> But the thing was, is that I, I, I never said any of that shit. He, uh, Christian Bale is not my favorite fucking Batman. Not even close. Um, or how's this? A little bit better, but you're still on a different mic. You're not on your mic. Oh, okay. I'll get on Unplug your mic and replug it back in. That might be it. Um, well, he troubleshoots that. Uh, so, anyways. But, yeah, I, I've uh, this new Batman, 
I can't compare them to the Christopher Nolan Batmans. I can't compare them to even Batfleck. I can't. I can't do it. Um, what we've seen up until now has been a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Like it, it's about Bruce Wayne and his alter, you know, the Batman. And there's there's a lot of Bruce Wayne and the world in itself mixed up. This is the first time with with uh, with with Pattinson that we've actually seen just a Batman movie. It is a detective movie. It is a, it is a, a a detective crime thriller, and it's the first time we've seen that this this kind of movie. So like I like when when DJ was asking was poking holes in me, I was like the the problem is is that they're not comparable. They're it, like literally they, they can't be they can't be compared. It's two different movies. You, you know, it, it's it's like Superman and Captain America. It's two very different genres is two different characters and like eat from batman to batman however i will say this though go see the fucking movie it is worth it it is absolutely worth it and uh everybody in the movie kills it there is not a weak point in it uh the only goddamn thing i'll complain about is the length sometimes they let some of these scenes breathe just a little bit too long and you're like like it, it is the runtime is three hours not the movies the runtime for those of you who don't know the difference the runtime is from start to finish of the movie itself full movie is plus credits so i thought it was three hours with the credits with like 12 to 18 minutes of credits no bro runtime three hours like holy shit though (laughs) fuck ah moving on though like i I would highly recommend it i know i I don't know how i feel about three hour movies man (laughs) <laughs> says the man who could watch every cutscene in fucking Metal Gear Solid yeah but that's different <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, only 8 hours worth of cutscenes only only. Yeah. is it yeah. really I mean Kojima really tries yeah. to make it into like a freaking interactive movie really well Metal Gear stop. Solid 4 is 8 hours of cutscenes yes yeah <clears throat> So let's move on. It's about an that. hour and a half in the first Metal Gear. So, well, Kojima wanted to be a movie director before he did video games. So that's why he has all those fucking cinematics and shit. Why is he so bad at just connecting plot points? You know what I mean? Like if you're well, going to make movies... Well, because if you if if you leave plot holes, right? Then the fan base is going to <laughs> require answers. They're going to need the answers from you, right? Which basically is just job security. If you leave plot holes, people are going to ask you to fill those plot holes. Filling those plot holes means creating more media. Creating more media means generating more revenue. <laughs> okay, I, I will agree with that, especially when it comes to my uh, love hate relationship Mike. to uh, to uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. Finished. I I told I. I <laughs> I told I told Deadman this is like if I ever meet like in the afterlife whatever like the first thing I'll do like do I'll shake his head like thank you for you know the films they were great and then I'll take my you know take my hands and I would choke his I'll choke his fucking neck it's like finish the fucking movie you fat fuck Mike Smith says three hours would have been fine if Ledger would have been the Joker I bet shut up Mike. <laughs> Um. Uh, uh, what, what? So, moving on from that, though, Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder have both signed on for Beetlejuice Two. Yes, there is. See, going that's to be a my sequel. Batman right there. 
Yeah, he played a he played a decent Batman. I he played a, he played a great Batman, a bad Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he did a good Bruce Wayne. I'm he sorry. played kind of a dumbass no. as Bruce Wayne. But yeah, Batman, no, like uh, I always say, like Batman. Michael Keaton was the, was the that time in Bruce Wayne's life where uh, he didn't know. Like Bruce Wayne was just like a complete mask. He was Batman, like almost twenty four seven. Like, yeah. like he almost seemed lost when he was Bruce Wayne, and uh, you know, in, in that era of the comics, that's you know. And I always found that kind of fascinating, but but he yeah, was no, I mean, bad Bruce. Yeah, he was. He really was. Everything was just awkward with him, but that was the Bruce at that time. Yeah, during uh, yeah, during like what the early eighties, I think comics. I think eighty nine. Oh, uh, the one, the one that he's based off of. Yeah was yeah right before the frank miller run in the in the early 80s yeah right after we got out of the camp shit from the 70s so yeah so in 1988 this fucking this fucking the original movie beetlejuice is old enough to have kids vote and have a car and a home <laughs> the the original movie beetlejuice is old enough to have Lived through its teenage years, joined the military, got married while in the military, got divorced from the first wife after leaving the military, losing custody of the kid, paying child support, dating, finding different jobs, getting remarried, and then getting re-divorced again, sitting alone and hosting a podcast. That's how old the first Beetlejuice movie is. Yeah. <laughs> that's very specific uh very specific so brad pitt's company plan b bought the rights to this <laughs> wow i get it because his name is brad but also like he's like one of the biggest sex symbols in hollywood there's like a there's like a quadruple entendre with the plan b thing man <laughs> So I mean, like they—they've they, had cartoons, they've had video games, they—they've had reboots, they even had a musical that I watched, which is actually really funny. Uh, there, there's there's a lot of stuff. That, why does it say no Alec Baldwin? I don't understand that. Alec Baldwin wasn't part of the original. Yes, he was. It was Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin. Was that Alec? Yeah. It's one of the fucking Baldwins, dude. I don't fucking know. <laughs> There's like fucking 50 of them, right? There's like 17 of them, dude. I don't know yeah. which Baldwin it was. <laughs> they just grow on a farm. No, it was Alec Baldwin and Gene Davis. <laughs> wow. Uh... So no Alec Baldwin. Is it because he couldn't make bail? I'm not, uh... I'm not touching <laughs> that one. Uh, I just... Uh... But also Otho, the guy who played Otho, he passed away. Mm. So that's another character gone. Right, but that was a living character. You know, the couple and Beetlejuice, they're the dead characters. And then you have Winona Ryder, who's just got to come back. Lydia. Yeah. Well, I mean... Because also, even even the guy that plays uh, Lydia's dad... Uh, what's his name? Dietz. Um, Charles yeah. Dietz. Charles the dude, Dietz. The dude from Ferris Bueller. Yeah, Jeffrey Jones. He's been in and out of jail for fucking CP. Dude. So that's like that's like four people gone from like the original cast. Uh, Catherine Harris still around. She still looks great. Uh, Winona Ryder still around. She's still great. Michael Keaton has been getting more and more work. 
but yeah, uh, Charles Dietz was Jeffrey Jones, the guy who plays Otho, um, Alec Baldwin, and I think I think another character. They're, they're all gone. Like they're all gone in one facet, one facet or another. So this is going to be a very thin cast, and I wonder what they're going to be able to do with it. They'll probably well, add, just, just add more characters or something. Well, also, mm. yeah, they could just have a whole new version of the story because the way like we got the Beetlejuice movie to begin with was he just kind of like appeared after they died. So it could be like you know, hey, the same house, new family, you know. Well, I mean, the and house then when they don't almost... know what's going on, then Lydia pops in to tell everybody what happened in case they never saw the first one. Well, the house wasn't what was haunted; it was Lydia. It was Lydia Deets that was haunted because Beetlejuice saw her as a way to escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like Beetlejuice was was that he was a manipulate he's a manipulative person who's been dead for so long he became a demon. So uh, he saw her as a way to escape, not that, not that the house was haunted. Um, yeah. So with the... With, well, with... <clears throat> Alec and Gina were kind of like haunting the house because they didn't even know they were dead yeah, they when they aware. crashed their car off the covered bridge. Like With a dog, fucking dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, so, I mean, like, I, I'm just, I don't know. Like, this is a very thin cast because without, without, without... <laughs> Mike Smith says the original would have been better if Heath Ledger played Beetlejuice. <laughs> Actually, Heath Ledger was in line to uh, do the reboot. Like no bullshit, he was in line to do the reboot for Beetlejuice. So that's oh, uh, that's a weird reference. <clears throat> they were going to reboot uh, Beetlejuice, really? Yeah, a while ago, like a long, long time ago. Yeah, it's been in talks for like forever since nineteen since nineteen ninety. <clears throat> and he yeah, was he yeah, was I mean... in line to take over the role. Yeah, I heard there was playing a sequel. I didn't know an actual reboot, though. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, you know, honestly, yeah. you know how it is now. Like, our nostalgia, like, overwrites our creativity right now as far as, like, entertainment industry goes. Pretty I mean, much. I'd like, like, to a certain extent, I mean, like, Spider-Man No Way Home uh, was just nostalgia-filled, but it was a really good story. Like it was a it was a really good story of seeing, uh, you know the the new the new Peter deal with the consequences in the way that the old Peters dealt with their villains. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know like I Andrew feel Garfield. bad for uh, yeah. I feel bad for Andrew Garfield at that film. Like you know, in the theaters, like when Andrew Garfield appeared, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Andrew Garfield." And, and Toby then Toby came out. Oh, Toby had my babies. <laughs> right? And then people were like, they watched No Way Home, and they're like, there needs to be a third Amazing Spider-Man. And Andrew's like, where were you guys in 2017? You didn't have good, <laughs> you didn't have good films, Andrew. I mean, I'm like, because like, I don't blame Andrew for, you know, like, you know, for the, the failures of, well, not, not failures, but, you know, the was. lack of amazing, but. He did. He did. He did, he did his job. I blame like the script and the, uh, you know, and the uh, and the direction. Like you know, pretty much what that what that had to work with. It was. Yeah. Well, like, Andrew Andrew like did good one. as Spider Man. Like he could convey yeah. so much emotion in a mask without a face. Yeah, exactly. Like like in the first one, like the lizard. The lizard would have gotten away if he didn't attack Spider Man. He didn't even know he existed until the lizard actually attacked him first. It was like this is so dumb. Yeah, there like, was there was there was a lot of there was a lot of, of pratfalls when it came to Garfield Spider Man. Uh, 
most of it was the idea that you know they were trying very hard to make him something he fucking wasn't and that was uh that was it like like okay so you can't be a super genius awkward nerd who figures stuff out really quickly and still be this really cool chad buff cooler in high school kid like you can't play both parts Peter Parker oh. is a nerd, and yes, he has rage issues. Like we've known that for fucking ever. Like mm-hmm. certain people talk about, oh well, Andrew Garfield played that because he has like like Peter has rage issues. Yes, Peter has rage issues, but that's not the Peter that this was based off of. This yeah. was based off of a certain fucking era of comic books, specifically dealing with Doctor Connors in the late nineties. So mm-hmm. this was not the rage filled Peter with the with the fucking emotional issues. This was the smartass. Like the one kind of we know now, more than we know now, and yeah. oh, let's not forget the uh, oh, his dad is like his dad is like yeah. you know, like a super genius, and Peter's legacy, he's so special because you know his dad, you know, did all this stuff, and I'm like, do these people not know what Spider Man is? Spider Man is literally, literally an average kid who got extraordinary powers just trying to do the right thing. There's yeah. nothing special about him. That's why he's so appealing because he could yeah. literally be anybody. Stanley's words. It was an accident, yeah. but he's glad it worked out that way. Yeah, exactly. that's why like if I had to pick like the most relatable superhero, honestly for me it would be Spider-Man. Because we know he's generally a good guy, but you also don't know if he's just going to flip the fuck out and murder the guy that was attacking him. Well, you know, he might wrap maybe. him up in some webs and then, you know, give an anonymous call to the police. You know, but he might also cave his head in with a sewer cover. Who knows? Green Goblin. You know, the Green Goblin. He's the only he's the he's the only true villain that ever got Spider-Man up to that point. That's why I like uh, No Way Home so much when young Peter was trying to do it and Toby Maguire like holds the oh. glider. He's like, I know, I know, yes. I know, I do know. And he did it so quietly. God. Green Goblin is the one who could do that. that Goblin's the only one who could get a rise out of Peter like that. I fucking love it. was that scene, though? That Woo! was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like I said, uh, Venom, we, we all love Venom, but I'll <laughs> always admit, you want the true arch nemesis? Green Goblin right there. And, and, and Willem Dafoe, who could be better? <laughs> uh, considering the idea that his original suit still fit, and he did all his stunts. His <laughs> like, own fucking Green stunts. Goblin. <laughs> yeah, he is the Green Goblin. He is the like, Green God, Goblin. Try, try to take that away from anybody. It's fucking, uh, it's Willem Dafoe. They were like, all right, we need the Green Goblin character to look real creepy, but not when he's in his suit. All right, who is it? Willem Dafoe. All right. So you want me to put hairspray in his hair and just send him off to the set? <laughs> yeah, just like... <laughs> All right, you're done. Yeah. Uh, Danny and it says, works blame too. Sony. I mean, uh, no. the, the problem with blaming Sony, Danny, is the idea that uh, Sony is not the one that fucked with a lot of stuff. The same way Warner Brothers and DC have this weird symbiotic relationship when one steps completely out, the product usually turns to garbage depending on which way it goes. If Warner Brothers is more involved than DC, it's shit. If DC is more involved in Warner Brothers, usually we get a really, really, really good product. Like the Batman, like this, new, like the new Batman movie, very little Warner Brothers to it, a whole lot of DC, so a whole lot of detective comics. It was really, really dark in that auditorium the entire time. Yeah, 
but the thing is, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But the thing is, is that it, it felt like a comic book. They chose specific framing. They chose specific colors and specific lighting styles, specific angles to make everything look like it was part of panels of a comic book. Like DC actually used lighting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. There's this. Uh, <laughs> there's this part She's of the movie. Great. <laughs> Dude, DC everything in DC is blue and dark. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> so there, there's this scene in in the in the movie uh, where. I, I think it's part of the previews, right? Where Batman is walking out, walking down a hall and just tanking bullets. Like that scene is pretty, that seems extensive in the movie, but the way it's lit and the way that Bats is interacting with the thugs with the gunfire, it looks like comic book panels. Like you would nice. be reading this, auction, this, this action off a page. And it's really interesting. And the thing is, is that with Sony and Spider Man, when Sony locks out anybody from Marvel, we got the Amazing Spider-Man. That's what we got. That's what Sony thought uh, that they should do. But at the same time, when we got so when we got Marvel more into it, which was around the Andrew Garfield era, they didn't know how to deal with the two of them. So it was it was it wasn't just Sony. It was Marvel not being able to work with Sony successfully. You know, I just thought of this. Mm. When making a comic book movie, right? Yeah. Do the storyboard artists really just have nothing to do? They do. They have a lot to do, actually. You don't know, just like scan a picture, the pages of the comic book, blow them <laughs> up, and put out. them on the whiteboard. Just, yeah. Just cut it out. Just it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just holds up, just holds up the comic book. That's how I imagined it, honestly. That's how I imagined it. Well, no, because uh, a, a lot of storyboarding is also camera movement, like where you mm. want the scene to turn and actors to be. So they, they, like he may not have much to do as far as visuals go, so he can just paint up a piece of the comic, but he's all, he still has to put in the notes and stuff like that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Speaking of Spider-Man, though, uh, Craven the Hunter has already casted uh, the Many Saints of Newark's uh, Alessandro Nivola as the new villain. I don't know who any of those people are. Hmm. So they're really the going to make Craven the Hunter a good guy, huh? I don't think so. I think this is going to be what he was originally meant to be, and that's a fucking anti-hero. Hmm. <laughs> Cut out the faces of the actors and put him on the characters, <laughs> right? Though all they have, all they have of Tobey Maguire is that weird chin pick <laughs> from from the first Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, that, that was the second one, but yeah. yeah. A film that was part of Sony's Spider-Man cinematic universe uh, has cast the many scenes of Newark's Alessandro uh, Nivola, who I think is this guy, as the villain. Which villain? I don't know. Um, That's crazy. He looks like if you like... So Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to be Craven. Kick-Ass hmm. is going to be Craven. He looks like if you had mixed like De Niro and Pesci together, right? You get like early monsters. Guy. Yeah, you get that guy. So we're <laughs> gonna have the chameleon, and we're gonna have Russell Crowe in an undisclosed role. So this is gonna be a rogues gallery, huh? Hmm. So this is gonna be interesting. So this is Craven, of course. Um, this is uh, his first appearance, I believe. 
Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> so this is Craven the Hunter's first apparently. That's the chameleon. Uh, Quicksilver is going to be Craven. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I didn't think of that, huh? Quicksilver is going to be Craven. <laughs> uh, so this is Rogue's Gallery. I hope Electro. he buffed up enough. Well, buffed up enough for to do the role. Well, he's he's a big dude. He's buff. He he's a jacked dude. We got Sandman, Doc Ock, Craven, uh, Electro. Forgot his fucking name <laughs> and Mephisto. Uh, the the Vulture. Vulture. Thank you. <laughs> he's gonna be Jor-El and fucking Spider Man. Oh my no. Oh my no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I saw this one. Yeah, I actually read this one. Soul of the Hunter. This was a really good one. Hmm. Yeah, this was a weird. That was a weird comic, man. There's T'Challa taking on uh, Craven, but yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of history with Craven and Spidey, and uh, this is going to be interesting. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like you know, Craven. <laughs> I mean. What thing I always like about, like about Craven is like, you know what? When he finished with the goal, he's done. Like in, in the comics, he actually finally managed to beat Spider Man complete, clean, you know, one, two, three, and he kills himself because that was yeah. it. Yeah, he that, does. That's it. Like, this was my this was my ultimate goal. Spider Man was my ultimate prey. He's dead. I got nothing left. Yeah. And <laughs> the Craven worst, the Hunter that... signing off. Yeah. Well, no, because. <laughs> The reason it was so impactful was because it was so much backlash. They were like, what, what, like, so many parents were writing in about suicide and suicide and suicide. So they literally had to explain, well, in case you weren't paying attention, we explained this shit, I don't know, 15 years ago, <laughs> 25 years ago, that this is his culture. This is Craven the Hunter, the Hunter's culture. Mm-hmm. When they, when they catch their, their Moby Dick. It is okay for them, and rec- and they, it's even encouraged in their culture to take their own life, so they can hunt their prey in the afterlife forever to have that conflict forever. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's part of their culture. It's part of literally their culture. But like, so many parents were like, "Oh my god, suicide!" And it's, it wasn't suicide. He's <laughs> this, you know. So like, Isn't it was suicide. It wasn't suicide or drugs. Like the whole um, idea that ended up having Stan Lee take Spider-Man away and starting Marvel. Wasn't there like one series where Peter's friend was dealing with like suicide or drugs or something? And drugs. when they went to go publish it, they, they were like, nope, we can't have that. And Stan was like, well, it's pretty important. So fuck you. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, <laughs> it wasn't Spider-Man. It was Daredevil. Daredevil. It was, it Daredevil. was one of those ones. Yeah. It was Daredevil and his, uh, his girlfriend. It was his girlfriend at the time that sells out Matt's identity to Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, I think it was Stanley's all, second wife. And all for that one was, hit. Damn. Yeah. I think it was Stanley's second wife that was dealing with addiction at the time. And so he really, really wanted to put this, uh, this, like, this whole Just to make arc. it known that this is a thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes then, people need help. Yeah, yeah. And that addiction isn't their fault. And that was the entire basis of it. Like we we see Matt Murdock get arrested, put on trial, and everything else. And everybody was like, Well, your girlfriend betrayed you, dude. What do you think? And the whole time Matt Murdock is being Matt Murdock. He's like, It's not her fault. It's not her yeah. fault. 
she has a problem. She's a, she's an addict. This is not her fault. So this was the entire that was the entire lesson was how to treat people that were addicted because his I think it was his second wife or I think it was his daughter. One of those two. Do you do you remember? Mm, no, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but yeah, yeah, because like it 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 always, it always got mixed up in the media. Yeah, I think it was a second wife, but like I said, uh, gotta go back and I, I need to check that out. But yeah, like so, it was the way Matt Murdock was treating this character, you know, and her her addiction and everything, and that's what that's what caused Daredevil to go to Dark Horse for a year or two. Because uh, Marvel was like, well, we don't want to put this out. And Stanley was like, oh, look, fuck you. I own this. <laughs> right? With the mustache and everything. You don't tell me what to do. Right? right? It was you a forget. suggestion. You forget your place. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm not going to publish another... this, sir. Okay, you're fired. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how this is going to go. I'm going to take my work and I'm going to walk out the door. I'm going to go talk to Dark Horse Comics. They're going to offer me a lot of money to publish Daredevil. And what then I'm going to do is come back here, let you know the amount, and you're going <laughs> to double it. All right? I'm going to go do that. You, be, I'll be right back. You stay right there. <laughs> But like in a I didn't know way. I could actually do Stan Lee. What the fuck? Yeah, like yeah, a younger Stan Lee, like in his forties, like in late forties to fifties. Right? New character unlocked. I didn't I didn't I didn't know I could do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was spot on. Like Stan Lee in the forties. Yeah, he 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 had that 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 weird growl like at the time. Be careful. As he got older, wow. his voice became a lot Be more careful, cleaner. Then, but man. Danny Atwell's listening. You just unlocked a new character. I didn't. I didn't know I could do that. I really didn't know I could do that. I was trying to play up a joke. Wow, that came out really good. Yeah, uh, Danny says there was another Spider-Man comic that dealt with something with drugs, and it was taken out of the comics code because the U.S. government and they wanted Marvel to write the piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was during, it was during the Dare campaign. I know which comic book you're talking about was with Spider-Man, but it wasn't the one that caused Stanley to walk away from Marvel for a year or two. It was it was the Daredevil one. So <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of amazed at that. Whole, like I just blew my own mind. I'm like, wait, what? Since when the fuck can I do that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Moving on, moving on. A brand new Alien movie is heading to Hulu, and I can't be more excited. Uh, the latest project will be helmed by Fiddy Alvarez. In case you don't know who Fiddy Alvarez is, he directed the Evil Dead reboot. Oh, that one was good. Yeah, he also did Don't Breathe, which was fucked, but it was it was pretty good. Bingo. Shut up, Danny. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Watch, come to find out, Sigourney Weaver will not be making an appearance. In the I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Like, like, Are you sure? Ellen Ripley lives on in my heart and dreams. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need her in every movie. Uh, man. Uh, the new Alien movie is on the way to Hulu, courtesy of Ridley Scott and apparent series superfan Fiddy Alvarez, whose pitch has reportedly been rattling around in Scott's head for years. This is actually true. Fiddy Alvarez remade the evil dead uh and then somehow got a hold of ridley scott's number and called him in the middle of the day one time was just like so hear me out (laughs) 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 so that's literally what happened so like that's funny as fuck uh (laughs) 
Not much is known about the new movie, save that it's apparently unconnected to the previous movies. Alvarez, who's known for The Evil Dead and Don't Breathe, will write and direct the new standalone film. Uh, he is it's said to have casually pitched the idea to Scott many years ago, and that nothing came of it until recently, when Scott reportedly called him and asked him if he still wanted to make it. So, <laughs> so, this so is, it's yeah. literally like a A, hey, so uh, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> years later. All right. So about the thing. <laughs> Gotta be more specific there, man. Like what thing? <laughs> oh no, Fetty Alvarez is, is is a is is an alien super fan. He though he knows about as much as I do about the whole fucking thing. So when Ridley Scott calls him and he goes, All right, so about the thing. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a new boat. My wife wants to update her wedding rings. You right. want to make a movie? <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a whole new cast of characters. I don't think there's going to be any Ellen Ripley's. I don't think there's going to be a tie to something. Uh, the movie will face less pressure uh, than the average blockbuster with gargantuan budget. It's going closer to its genre roots. Well, the original Alien was shot with like a six-pack of Mountain Dew, a pack of cigarettes, and $16. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sounds like Nightmare on Elm Street, except it was just the dew and the cigarettes. They had <laughs> you know? money. <laughs> and whatever money yeah. they found on the couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's amazing what he, what he did was just like such a <sighs> tiny budget. Oh, God. So, just fucking uh, milk everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Al- <laughs> it was yogurt. It was yogurt. It wasn't milk. It was yogurt. That's what's even gross. Is, yogurt is a milk product. It is a fungal product. It's a milk product. Yogurt it's is dairy. Uh, anyways, uh, the new Alien movie isn't only a project heading back to Hulu. In 2020, a new Alien show helmed by Fargo's Noah Hawley was announced to FX, which Scott said would never be as good as the first one. I have no idea what that means. I don't know. That's a shit on him or a, like a praise. Yeah, ego much? I don't know, bro. What the fuck? Uh, so Scott is also reportedly working on an entry of the show, um, or an entry of his own, but it's seemingly undecided whether it would be tied to Prometheus Covenant or the main. No. Uh, oh, the prequels. No. The prequels. Yes, the prequel. No, <laughs> no, no. Do not, Scott. Please, for the love of God, do not connect this with those atrocities. But it says in the meantime, if you're starving for more Xenomorph content, there's Aliens Fireteam Elite. Oh, yeah. We need, yeah, we need to keep playing that one. We need to keep, we need to get back on that, yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I, I'm clicking on this. The top 10 action movies of the 80s. We got it. We got it. We're all 80s kids. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. I agree. I agree. I agree. Number 9, Predator. Should be I higher, agree. but I agree. First Blood. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap, yeah. Action, yeah. Ops of none less. Police Story. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, Robocop. Dude, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for your cooperation. John Woo's The Killer. Absolutely. Road Warrior, otherwise known as Mad Max, where Mm -hmm. Max Rokotansky. Yeah. See what else is in there. Yeah, no, just because it's The Road Warrior, Mm -hmm. it's not Mad Max. Like, this is the second movie. So, this is a good one. Yeah. Uh, Number three. Aliens, mm, absolutely. Die Hard, love it. It's a Christmas and movie. It is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And ND. Which one? Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
Really? Terminator wasn't in there. I, I know. That's why I was like looking at. That's why I was looking at Road Warrior. Yeah, could we take Road killer? Warrior out and put Terminator in at least? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're missing the Terminator, but like the rest of them, I agree with, except for that one, except for Road Warrior. The Road Warrior also started a cultural phenomenon, but not many people know about the killer because it's a Chinese. Uh, Korean, yeah. oh, no, 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 you're right. It's Chinese. It's Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, there's if it had to be Mad Max, like, well, that's just it. So, like, Beyond Mad- Thunderdome. I mean, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is like, it, I mean, because they did Alien One and Two, so it's like, if we have, if we have to pick a Mad Max old school Mel Gibson one, I would have argued Thunderdome more. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, so Mad Max was in '79. Uh huh. Uh, so let's see what your Road Warrior was. Uh, so it is the second one. It is a good one. No, okay. So no, no, yeah, we were right. This is 1981. So that that is a good one. That is a good one. Hmm. Uh, First Blood, I will watch anytime. Says Denny. I, I got issues with it, but it's it's a really good movie. It really is. I, I got issues with it though. So, I mean, yeah. honestly, though, like Jedi was a really good '80s movie too, because you had the fucking Vietnamese teddy bears and dudes getting <laughs> dudes getting clotheslined by fucking trees and all kinds oh, of like God, ATATs. Yeah, yeah, dude, like that was some pretty good action shit, shits in Jedi, dude. Like the weakness, the honestly, the weakness was the Ewoks. Like no one really wanted to see these things like in action and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, uh, dude, the teddy bears were taking out stormtroopers with rocks and sticks, and I bro. and I think people had a problem with that. Like, here's the Empire taking over the entire galaxy, yet they're being, they're being beaten back by a bunch of teddy bears, like living teddy bears. Basically, I mean, I, think about it, dude. Like, 60s and 70s, you had the United States in a different country getting taken out by a bunch of tiny little brown guys in trees. <laughs> I should have saw barely it. Functional, I, I mean, saw that coming, but I didn't. With barely functional fucking firearms. And like, using things like sharp sticks in holes. Like feces smeared on Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thunderdome was made in the 90s. I don't believe Thunderdome was in the 90s. I think Thunderdome was 89. Uh, because there was a big gap between... Oh, 85. 85, not 89. Yeah, because yeah. there was a big gap. Yeah. It went from eighty one to eighty five. Yeah, beyond Beyond Thunderdome was definitely in the eighties, and mm-hmm. it had Tina Turner's legs in it. Yes, yeah. and like come on, it, yeah, yeah. That's how I knew it was, it was from the eighties. Like, 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 go back and watch uh, Thunderdome. That is undeniably eighties, right there. <laughs> yeah, the real weakness is that Heath Ledger didn't get on. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, Denny really likes the Vietnamese. Teddy bear. <laughs> I mean, because it's such an apt comparison. They're speaking a weird language to white yeah. British people. Yeah, you know, they're in there not they're using. They're using nets and sticks and shit. I mean, come I mean, on, come in, come in. That uh, that that ATST that got like sandwiched between the two fucking logs. Yes, that is one of the most brutal shots in Star Wars history because Dude, there was a double dead goddamn thing. Kabooj and it explodes. Like, <laughs> like there was people in there. There was stormtroopers yeah. in there. 
Not no more. <laughs> Those like guys still... are officially raspberry jam. Yeah, they're still in there, but we can't discern <laughs> them from the hydraulic fluid. Like <laughs> they're still in there, but it's gonna be a, you know like a yeah yeah. I need get like... you scrape you up with a stick and a spoon. Like right. I, need... I brought <laughs> dinner. <laughs> squeegee that's all we got <laughs> yeah in other words don't screw with the ewoks i'm telling you man for real. yeah well that that was the most brutal one like because everything else right like they get hit with the rocks and everything and i was like okay well some of them are still alive you know yeah. what i mean like it's knocking them unconscious whatever whatever but that one that fucking i was like they're <laughs> jelly they're they are dead they did not survive <laughs> that there is nothing left of these men like they're not it's not even a helmet bro <laughs> like when their names go up on the empire wall of history it is unknown pilot one two and three that's it why can't we identify them because there's nothing fucking left sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well how do you know there was three of them because we found three feet <laughs> That's it. Right. We found three left feet. <laughs> that was all that was left. Either the Ewoks eat the rest, or the rest is gone in the impact. We don't want to know. <laughs> oh, I don't know, sir. It appears to be jam. Yeah. <laughs> there is only one man who would dare give me the jam, and he pushes him out of the way. Like, oh. <laughs> Lone Star. I love that fucking scene. Oh god! Like, <laughs> but that was it. Like, that was the most traumatizing scene in that whole fucking. Every, everything else, you're like, oh, they could still technically be alive. Not those guys. No. Not them's. Well, that or the one dude where they jammed the spear into the the speeder's motor and he like corkscrewed into the fucking tree. Boom! Yeah, but He's he was not okay atomized. Either. He was atomized. You know what I mean? Like, he just doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. But they knew who he was those guys no because <laughs> like who's who are those atst pilots sir your guess is as good as mine i think it's just one guy at this point <laughs> one guy don't they see five one guy <laughs> one guy <laughs> Because like that guy on the speeder bike, those things are rare, right? So it was like, well, who's the speeder trooper? Oh, that was Trooper ST one three four eight. What about those three guys? I don't know. <laughs> trooper Soup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like when you when they walk in and it, you just hear the squishiness of their shoes. You know, oh, oh god. <laughs> I got to put this in the report. Uh, Oh, that one crunched a bit. I think it was a tooth. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. We're moving on. <laughs> you know, step, stepping on him. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's so. Oh. <laughs> it's just smearing. <laughs> the gloves don't absorb anything. <laughs> it's becoming part of me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> The helmets oh. don't filter out the smell. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, and that's the dark side of Star Wars, kids. <laughs> right? Rated PG. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. Moving on. <laughs> so were those guys dead, sir? They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Moving on on that note. There is an Iron Legend sequel starring Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan, and that has been announced. 
<sighs> okay. I'm a little disappointed. I honestly thought they were gonna go with the uh you know the the extended uh, alternate ending instead of the of the, uh, well, the first Will one. Smith is coming back, yeah. That's what I mean, like Will Smith, because in in the alternate ending, which makes more sense. Well, yeah, the theatrical yeah. ending was kind of garbage. The it, theatrical it ending, he dies. The extended version, he lives. Yeah. yeah. So they're ignoring the theatrical one and going with the extended. But the thing is that there's four books in this series: the Omega Man, uh, I Am Legend, uh, Last Man on Earth. Was that one? Let me let me look them up real quick. I thought that was a Twilight Zone episode. Ugh, everything's a Twilight Zone episode, really. Uh, 2020, well, it, it is the um, I Am Legend, the Omega Man. Uh, the end is here. And... What the f- Come on. Really? My favorite part in the Will Smith I Am Legend is when he starts quoting Shrek. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a there was a part in the original book that that's based off of where he's quoting Shakespeare uh, to ease the the other person. Mike Smith says, "I am legend would be legend if Heath Ledger played the scientist." I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh my God. I'm gonna shake you. I'm gonna shake you. <laughs> so, oh, the fourth one is called uh, the, uh, the End. So. So yeah, there there are four books. There are four books of the Omega Man. Um, uh, I Am Legend was the second one, so this might be a chance for them to actually get back on back on timeline. And I, if Michael B. Jordan is going to be playing the role that I think he's playing, uh, this could be really interesting. DJ, what do you think, man? Oh, absolutely. I mean, to be told, I'm surprised they didn't, they didn't make another installment earlier. I mean, I Am Legend was. True be told, in their eyes, a very, a very successful surprise hit. So, uh, yeah. you know, sign me up. I'm all for it. <laughs> Danny Atwell says, why? I'm not sure what he's asking why about. Uh, the sequel is penned by Oscar-winning Akiva Goldsman, uh, writer of A Beautiful Mind Fringe and the original I Am Legend screenplay. Well, if they're... Okay, you know what? It wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault. That was That was the studio choice to kill him. Uh, the 1954 novel, I Am Legend. No director is currently confirmed to be attached to it. Will Smith is returning uh, as a virologist. Oh, no, hold on. It's I Am Legend starred. Okay, my, my apologies. Uh, well, yeah, so here we, here we are. They're addressing, the, they're addressing the ending. I think he was asking about the different endings because then he says kind of anticlimactic if you ask me. Yeah. Well, I um, I don't know. The reason I like the the act, the extended ending instead of a theatrical is because it makes more sense, honestly. Like he spent all this time like avoiding them and studying like the corpses and stuff he would find. And then when he finally has the chance to save one, he takes the easy way out and blows up his entire laboratory. Yeah. Uh, but in the extended ending, he diffuses the situation, helps the one that was on the table, and then leaves the room while they take their own back. And I'm like, that makes more sense because he's looking at it as a scientist. Like, why would I want to destroy all this work I've been doing? Yeah, and, and it also and, uh, makes more sense in the in in the character, in like the character himself. He doesn't want to kill these. 
yeah. the dark seekers as they're called or anything else like that he just wants to have an answer so yeah, yeah. he wants to try and cure him and truth be told it's more along the lines of the actual books yeah yeah, well, the dark seekers. Like, yeah, yeah, the, the the alternate extended ending because because in the books is like he realizes I'm the monster. Yeah, I, maybe I, I'm yeah. like you know I'm the boogeyman. I'm the one who's doing it. It's like you know like you know my kind is already gone. Like we're on the verge of extinction. This 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 is the new life form that's going to inherit the earth. Yeah, and uh, it's like it just made more sense. You know, prove to them that you are not there to hurt them. And then leave, and then maybe they'll actually not try to kill you. Maybe, <laughs> you know. So the, yeah, the, there was, there was, there was. But the thing was, is that God damn it, like that movie was so pretty and it was so well done. It dealt with his isolation so fucking well. Uh, he was very, he was coming off of the high of iRobot, so he was mm. really feeling his acting chops, which I believe reached a new height with I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. I do believe that because like oh his... dude, the dog scene, oh, I fucking Samantha. felt it. I fucking believed it. Like yeah. That's what that I mean, was right? his one and only fucking friend, and I believed it. You know, <laughs> dude, the face he's making as oh. he has to strangle her. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that motherfucker yeah and, and yeah. That, i i know i talk a lot about like how, how i robot made him an actor to me i tell you what dude if i robot hadn't it happened and i am legend just came naturally without i robot that would have been it yeah like i fucking believed it yeah <laughs> because we agree because it, it was one of the only times we didn't see will smith yeah we saw the doctor you know what I mean? Like we saw the character that he was playing. We forgot that it was Will Smith for a little while. Like even quoting Shrek, you know, with his nervous with his nervous fingers in the frame. Yeah. Like that was not that's not a Will Smith thing. Will mm-hmm. Smith talks with his hands and moves his arms a lot. Yeah, because so he's a rapper, staying, you know. Yeah, <laughs> staying in frame and doing the nervous the nervous finger twitches, that that was a character trait for you know the doctor. So like had like I, I can say that for me, but what about you guys? Had would, would you guys have seen that and been like, "Well, fuck, Will Smith just became a real actor to me." Well, really, I mean, yeah, because when we consider how you and I, and I guess I'm not sure with DJ if he does it the same way, but the way that I see it is, you know, once you make me believe that you're actually feeling this, right? Not not even in I Am Robot or I uh, uh fucking I Robot, Robot one iRobot right not even in iRobot even though he's telling the emotional story about why he hates the synths because he had a higher chance to live not his wife and all that okay I get it Sarah but yeah but like I didn't I didn't feel it the same way I did when he had to take take care of the dog Samantha yeah you know like that was that always will be the scene where Will Smith was like all right just knows what he's doing. <laughs> like, well, also you're you're kind of you're kind of in the same vein of DJ. Fuck them kids. Like, there was a dog that was at stake this time around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I just want one kid to die. Come on now. Come on. Just, just, give, me, just give me one. You know, just just one. You know, you don't need that one over there. I mean, you know, just, what about you? Stabby, DJ? Stabby, had, you know had you seen a? Had you seen I Am Legend? Would that have elevated Will Smith to a new level for you? Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, I do agree with iRobot. Uh, the thing about iRobot is that uh, 
that is when I actually first started seeing like Will Smith, but not like the entire movie because he did have like a lot of Will Smith tropes. But yeah. that one scene that Grave Robber mentioned, like you know the the lights and clockwork scene, yeah, you know that, that that's yeah, when that I realized like yeah that was that was the scene. I was like you know what Will Smith might actually have some true true acting chops, and I am Legend. You see that from beginning to end, and that's when I was like it ain't just a scene; it's the whole movie. So it was like yeah. yeah. This is it, like you know, so like you know, this is solidifying. You know, why haven't you made another one by now? Kind of. <laughs> well, and and I know a lot of people are like, well, what about the pursuit of happiness or five or six pounds or whatever the fuck that movie was? Seven and I'm like, pounds. seven yeah. pounds is seven pounds. Like, why, why, what about those? Why, why don't you consider those? And I'm like, because it's oddly enough still Will Smith. Like it's still Will Smith. I can still see the Will. You know what I mean? I can still see the Will Smith underneath the characters. With iRobot, I didn't see Will Smith. I saw Detective Spooner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the same thing with Iron Legend. Like I know I forgot his fucking name, but it's been a year since I've seen the movie. I saw the Doctor. I saw the Colonel, who was very much alone, who was talking to mannequins and even when he goes into the into the mannequin store after he loses samantha and he's crying he's just emotionally and mentally distraught he's begging that mannequin to talk to him you know he's like please talk to me like you can like you're looking at a man who was emotionally isolated and it was completely and utterly fucked wild wild west was not a good movie says we agree (laughs) we agree it was fun but it was not good (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's true uh i also like the uh you know the you know damn it fred you know yeah. it's like <laughs> when, he, when he shoots his, and that's one of the that's one of the creepiest scenes in, in in like that movie is when he pulls up and you see the mannequin because the mannequin's looking away from him and then the mannequin turns to look at him and it's so fucking creepy the movement they chose because he pulls up and the mannequin's like this and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing out here, friend? And then it goes like this. And it's, ah! Ah! <laughs> Danger! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, like, and his scream is like, you better say something. You better say something. I swear yeah. to God. And... Damn it, Fred! He fucking know? shoots like he's like all distraught. I just <laughs> shot my buddy. God damn it! <laughs> like, Mike oh, Smith like... says, "Wild Wild West would have been great with Heath Ledger." <laughs> Shut up, Mike! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shake you, man. I'm gonna shake you like an unwanted wife. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> but I mean, I I wonder where they're gonna go with. This. Is it Jack Harlow? Did I just remember that fucking? <laughs> I just remember that. Hold on. Hold on. I, and I, I, and I, it, it's bothering me. It's bothering me. Hold on. Uh, but it's it's uh it's just really interesting to see where they're gonna go with this. And if you've read the books, if you've read the books, you know uh the character I'm talking about, right, DJ? Robert Neville. Robert Neville. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's close. his name. I was just, I was just gonna say that. Dang it, I was Grace. close. I was close, but you got me to. Uh, Robert Neville. Uh, and if you and if you read the books, Jack Mike, Harlow is a rapper, is it? Oh, well, it was close. Yeah. Kind of sounded the same. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I'm standing by it. Fuck famine, you. Potato famine. Potato, potato famine. famine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing by it. Fuck you. Uh, 
but there there is there is a character that is kind of plays like like where where Robert Neville had benevolent intentions in mind. There is a character that's introduced in I think in the third book that has malevolent intentions, and then that if that's Michael B. Jordan, this is going to be really interesting because that that book was a lot about morals, mm-hmm. like what yeah. is morally acceptable. And especially since it just came off of I Am Legend, like uh, that Robert Neville discovers that the Dark Seekers have consciousness and have structure and have even morals to themselves and what they will and will not do. So when he takes this information into the world, there is another character that he meets that's like, yeah, but fuck them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be really interesting if that's where they're going with it. Oh come on, yeah. like DJ, you know you know the book I'm talking about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, and like and that's the thing. Like and that was like the interesting dynamic was like this was like Robert Neville because like in the earlier books, Robert Neville is ruthless right. to the uh, to to the monsters or you know, quote unquote monsters. Like like seriously, like yeah. you think like like Rambo and uh, like you like you like you know just like like you know John Wick. You 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 think you do you think they're brutal. You you read the books of Omega Man and I Am Legend, dude. They have nothing compared to Robert Neville. Like there is a reason yeah. they they were scared of him. These like these altered vampires, they were scared of Neville. That's how ruthless he was. And 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 like the, the dynamic between uh, Neville and this other guy, and like this other and, and Neville's actually showing like maybe we better calm down a bit. Like this, like you know, like, like you know, this is like this is like the equivalent of like. Uh, like this is the equivalent of Terminator's. Like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't, uh, you know, kill this lady who just happened to have the same name. It's, it's like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is this could be a really interesting dynamic if this is where they're going with it. Considering Michael B. Jordan is joining the cast. So uh, either way, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm really really curious. Speaking of Jack Jack Harlow, I, I know why I said the name. I know why I said the name. It's literally right here. I read ahead and didn't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so one of D- one of DJ's favorite movies, White Men Can't Jump, is going to be rebooted. It is a guilty pleasure. I'm not going to... I know it's a guilty pleasure I mean, of yours. It really is. I mean, like, the whole dynamic between the two and uh, the, like, the, the whole Jeopardy thing. I mean, I just love it. I mean... It, it's such a stupid movie. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been as successful as it was. But I just like it. You know, I was like, I was a dumb kid. But I just, just liked it for some reason. Well, him and Wesley Snipes made a couple of movies. Uh, I think one of them Money was, Train was uh, another Money one. Money Train. There you go. That's the one I was thinking of. That was a really good movie. Like you're not underrated. Gonna I'm not gonna hit him. No, you're not gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him. We both hit him, <laughs> and then both <laughs> fucking punched the dude. Like that was really good. But uh, apparently, so uh, Jack Harlow is the rapper, I guess, going to be playing the uh, the the best friend. And yeah, Jack Harlow is going to be playing uh, Woody Harrelson's part. Hmm. So they're now on track to look for uh, Wesley Snipes' part. Just but have Wesley of- Snipes do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he still looks good, dude. He still looks good. <clears throat> So it's make sure he be... files his taxes properly. This please, time will be all right. Please <laughs> shut up, Mike. Uh, the new film will be directed. <laughs> Damn, Mike's on a roll. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> He's twisting that screw. And you guys gave him this ammo. Fuck you guys. 
It was mostly uh, DJ. I know. It was mostly well, me. Yeah. And DJ. I, I, I apologize, Dead Man. I didn't mean to no, give Mike don't. such devastating ammo. No, you don't. You don't apologize at all because I don't believe you're sorry for a fucking second. I, I, I said it, so it must be true. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, directed uh, by Calmatic, uh, a script from Doug Hall and Kenya Barris. Um, uh, so they're they're producing this independently. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, executive producers are Blake Griffin, Ryan Khalil, and Noah Weinstein. So this is this is a this is actually getting on a, a bunch of uh, this is a bunch of steam behind this. What do what do you what do you think of this, guys? I'll check it out. I'm kind of surprised they're making a reboot. I mean, yeah, I was about. I was always just it was just a movie of the times, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's necessary to reboot it. But again, nostalgia versus creativity. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I don't know how they're gonna match the charm of the original, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, because like the original really is a time capsule. It really it's everything that was like LA. LA's 90s. Oh my god. So well, trying to trying to re-encompass that, I don't know if they can hit that mark again. Yeah. Especially without Woody Harrelson playing that spastic dude and, and fucking Wesley Snipes trying to play the straight man. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, he sucks as a straight man, except for Blade. Yeah. Like Blade yeah. is the only time he is a successful straight man, and even then, it depends on who's bouncing off. Because even Ryan Reynolds didn't do very good well, bouncing off him. Murder on sixteen hundred, you know, Wesley Snipes, Pennsylvania. Was, mm. Yeah, I think it was called Murder at sixteen hundred. I know. I, for my own sake, for my own sanity, I finished oh. it. Don't worry. I was correcting. <laughs> but you. yeah, that one, that fault. one, he did, he did pretty good. You know, just just being the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was really I mean, well enveloped. I mean, I, I. You could argue he was all right in Passenger Fifty Seven as the straight man. No, he no, had no chemistry with the bad guy. You know, he he he, he, he just didn't click. I, I he that role could have been played by anybody. Literally, yeah, that's yeah. the worst part. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. In Blade Three, though, let's be real, it would be hard to act completely straight around Ryan Reynolds, no matter who you are. Well, I mean, like bouncing off of him, like the energy of the room. Oh yeah, is, I'm sure is... he wanted to bounce off of him. <laughs> okay, you know, like like how, I, I mean, I, wouldn't I, wouldn't you want to bounce off of Henry Cavill, Dead Man, and Ryan Reynolds? Yes, and right at the same time, like a pinball machine with Dead Man in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know the two flippers on the bottom. We know what those. That's, would all, be. that's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Don't do this to me, Billy. Exactly. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> one of the only other roles I can honestly say that was like completely Wesley Snipes was his role in The Expendables Three. <laughs> his role in The Expendables Three, like that's completely Wesley Snipes because of how frantic the guy is. <laughs> it's like I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yo, I ain't got my shit. I ain't getting my shit. I ain't doing shit. So then he hands him the <laughs> belt of knives and he goes, "This is my shit." Yeah. Okay. Willie Bay's haze. Goddamn. Come on, ready? <laughs> I fucking love that fucking movie and I love that. I love his role putting up uh, one pair of gloves for every 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 base he steals. Wait, wait. What about uh, Tu Wong Fu? 
Oh, of course, man. Of course. I mean, as a straight man, like, what do you, what do you think of that? He wasn't a straight man. He was well, well, literally well, well, part of the Okay, not like... literally, but... <laughs> no, no, no. Well, a, a straight man is somebody who doesn't play into the comedy. Like, like Blade and Blade 3. You know, oh, like, yeah. with the... Well, what is this? What, what is this? Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. What do you think? This is a fucking game? Oh, yeah, real tactical. <laughs> like, he's mocking everybody because he's, he's the straight yeah. man. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, okay. I get it now. But to Wang Fu, no, he was part of the comedy. You know, yeah. he was just lying back and kicking his legs and giggling. And I love that fucking movie. <laughs> but uh, I forgot where we were going. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Willie Mays Hayes, uh, like, it's just, it's so good. So good. Like, when they take him, they fucking put him outside. <laughs> like, in this in this day and age of all the remakes and reboots and retellings, if your story hasn't been done, but people still are like buying the t-shirts, that's how you know it's good. Like, I was at Walmart and saw a t-shirt that literally just says, don't be a menace. <laughs> and I was like, and it was in the font and everything. And I was like, this movie is still relevant, but has yeah. not been remade. Good. Good. Well, that means- what's his name? What's his name owns the rights to it? The fucking he- Wayans brothers, dude. Like. No, don't no. That's don't be a don't be a don't be a menace to a menace society, society while drinking your juice in the hood. Yeah, but of course yeah. that that's a parody of uh, menace to society. You know menace that yeah. society. Yeah, so they still own the rights to it, so they're not gonna they're not gonna let that shit go. Plus, after what <laughs> happened with them in the scream, uh, the the I'm sorry, not the scream, the scary movie franchise. They're oh, not yeah. they're not letting anything go. Yeah. But let's go ahead and start moving into the move into the music section because we got something else that I want to talk. Do- New number one, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." No, Corn <laughs> still sells Issues shirts. Yeah, because Issues was one of their biggest sellers. But Red Hot Chili Peppers go full weed and start the fire on the new song "Poster Child." Uh, it takes a trip down pop music memory lane, and I would love to read more. But the Rolling Stone apparently, I don't know what the fuck happened here. Uh, who sent us that? Well, who DJ? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what any of this is about. So moving on from that. So the Rolling Stones, yeah, yeah, okay. the video though. RHCPs do. We something. can't play it on YouTube. Absolutely. Shut up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Team Rocket pose and everything. I know, right? <laughs> mission accomplished. What was the mission? So there has been a new development with the Marilyn Manson thing. And this is not a development I saw coming. And I really wanted to talk about it. Um, apparently, Marilyn Manson has filed a defamation suit and posted the entire lawsuit in a Google Drive online. What? Are you uh, even yeah. allowed to do that? You can, actually. Oh, you uh, can, Marilyn- but is it smart? Let's, this is why I wanted to talk about it. He filed a lawsuit against Evan Rachel Wood, uh, Ilma Gore, for defamation, emotional distress, and impersonation over the internet on March 2nd. In the lawsuit, Mar- Manson's lawyer accuses Wood and Gore of conspiring against Manson to paint him as a rapist and abuser. The lawsuit from Manson surfaced only a few weeks after Wood's documentary, Phoenix Rising, was announced to be on HBO. Now, Manson has issued a brief statement on his Instagram about the lawsuit, saying there will come a time when I can share more about the events of the past year. Until then, I'm going to let the facts speak for themselves. Manson also posted the 
entirety of the lawsuit against Wooden Gore and Google Drive with public access. According to the lawsuit, it arises from wrongful and illegal acts done in furtherance of conspiracy by defendant uh, Rachel Wood and her on-again, off-again romantic partner, Ashley Gore, otherwise known as Ilma Gore, to publicly cast plaintiff Marilyn Manson as a rapist and abuser, a malicious falsehood that has derailed Warner's successful TV, film, and movie career. Uh, to introduction of the lawsuit says a uh, wrongful code, a uh, wrongful conduct alleged Aaron has been invasive, harassing, defamatory, and otherwise injurious to Warner and his career and personal life. Accordingly, Warner has brought this action seeking uh, general, special, whatever damages. Uh, so there's the lawsuit. Um, let me just try to see here. So. So it doesn't include what I wanted it to include. Apparently, in the apparently in the lawsuit, Marilyn Manson somehow subpoenaed and got correspondence between Gore and Wood, hmm. concocting their stories with twenty-one points, so they could actually link up and have their stories mirror each other. Hmm. And I was like, let me, let me, I'm going to try to get this because there are, like, this is really weird. Like, if this is true, um, this is fucked. This is completely and utterly fucked. And I, I, I was talking with somebody else and they said, well, does that mean Marilyn Manson is not uh, a creep or anything else? And I said, no. No, that he he always has been. We always knew about that. However, um, you know, um, so so yeah, there is there is some screenshots here. We're gonna I'm gonna uh, blow this up a little bit. Uh, here we go. So this is one of the screenshots. Um. In the addition to the crimes, Wood submitted the forged letter in California custody proceeding, using it in a supposed violence as to why she'd be able to move to her son uh, in Tennessee. Uh, Wood lied under perjury. So this is a part of the... Here we go. Screenshots of the conversation between Gore and Wood showed the text of the letter was drafted by Gore and Wood, not an FBI agent. They drafted the text of the letter and asked to receive feedback from Gore. In the conversation copied below, Alabama is Wood, a nickname she was given around the time of her relationship. So literally, here is the letter they drafted between each other. Uh, to whom it may concern, please be advised that uh, Miss Evan Rachel Wood is one of the primary witnesses in connection with the impending criminal prosecution in Los Angeles involving an international well-known public figure. We've advised Miss Wood that in our opinion, it is in her best and family's interest not to be in Los Angeles at the time of the individual's arrest and the criminal proceedings. The safety of Mrs. Wood, her son Jack, as well as other victims in the, and their families are of the utmost concern at this time. What do you think? This is conspiratorial. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Gore created a fictional email account impersonating Warner. Uh, BH Warner, uh, nineteen sixty nine. Uh, so that's his initials in the year he was born. Um. 
there was a swatting I, i'm trying to get to like some of the some of the other screenshots because i saw some of the screenshots and i was like this is this is fucked this is absolutely fucked so here we go so this is the this is one of the drafted letters between wood and gore and this is exactly what we just read in that text message there's federal crimes department hmm. special victims bureau look at this they went full on hmm. attachment b so this is uh Grave Robert, read some of these, man. Um, I fucking can't because it's so fucking tiny. DJ, can you? Um, yeah, similar to me. It's like, mm. okay, that's some tiny uh, text, dude. So this is between. Uh, this is a forged letter, so they can actually line up there line up their, their stories uh offered pro project or professional opportunity that never came rape blood drinking cutting or assaulting during sex without consent tied up or bound locked in bad girl room sleep deprivation uh eating schedules dress code drugged or suspected to be drugged with pro uh rohypnol threatened exploitation of documents photos matching tattoos with Rand manson transported to los angeles uh overseas interstate so this is something they put between each other so they could see what was uh what they could line up and talk to each other about uh so this is part of the uh testimony that they wrote with each other huh. and as you can see we saw that we saw this text last time we covered this mm-hmm the I must have looked crazy and I was there to film a project music video uh that, that never happened according to her. Um and that she woke up being assaulted. Um we saw this again, we we saw all of this, and this is all corrections and uh this is this is fucked. Like I I, I don't know what to make of this. So they like scripted out this whole narrative. This whole thing. So, huh? This is absolutely fucked. Like I, I don't like Marilyn Manson. Like we, like we've always known that he is not a good person. We've always known that the guy's fucking weird. But he doesn't deserve this, right? Like, there's a couple things I like. You know, like the music. His older stuff was fun, you know, and his one approach to being asked if you could talk to the boys from Columbine, what would you say to them? And his response being, I would say nothing. I would listen because that's what no one else did. Those are the things I like about Marilyn Manson, his early music and his response to how he would have talked to the boys from Columbine. Everything else, whatever. He's a fucking shock rocker. He did it all for the fucking scare effect and it worked, you know. I agree. Yeah. 
like like yeah this type of conspiracy this is like uh on the on the level of the uh like the michael jackson accusations yeah you know yeah you know type of shit like and that's the thing it's like like if you were gonna pick an artist like why marilyn manson like in a morbid type of way i can understand michael jackson because he was like like the like like the guy at the time like he was on top of the world, but Marilyn Manson, like, yeah, he's very successful. Can never take that away from him. But he wasn't exactly like the top, you know, the top dog. Even even during it in, in his prime. So it's like Marilyn. I guess it's it's because he is like such a shock rocker and he does such weird things. I guess that's, yeah. that's actually what I was going to say. So, of all the people you would believe this about, it'd be Marilyn Manson. Mm. You know, like it would be Marilyn Manson. Like, like, oh, what's that? This guy's a creep and hurts women and locks them and whatever. Uh, so yeah, it, it would be Marilyn Manson. You would look at that guy and his behavior, especially in public, and go, yeah, he's fucked up. Yeah, he would do this. Um, uh, Mike Smith says, "What the fuck is wrongful conduct in a relationship?" Wrongful conduct in a relationship has a lot to do with either consent, informed consent, or, um what you can and cannot do in a relationship it is not uh it is not a free-for-all and especially when you have somebody that's high profile as marilyn manson a lot of this stuff gets kept under wraps yeah like uh, like a good example of wrongful conduct in a relationship would be marital rape yes so this is this is something that that is pretty goddamn bad and once again we don't like marilyn manson uh personally he has a handful of okay songs yeah but uh you know I have been asked several times. Well, does this mean he's not a creep? No, this does not mean he's 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 not a creep. This just means that this one he's time, a creep. He's just not a fucking sexual predator, like, which is which is problematic in and of itself. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this this was not this was pretty fucked. And if this does go through, Wood and Gore can end up serving a lot of time, not only for impersonating a federal officer uh lying under oath which is a minimum of 11 years um this is i just am not a fan of false accusations i think whoever does false accusations should get full sentence like like if you're gonna lie about something that you want to say someone did that never fucking happened just so you can try to gain something out of it you you can fucking that's it yeah uh yeah. danny says honestly throws a lot of speculation now around the validity of this case well if this is true he's gonna walk he's he's not walking out smelling like roses don't misunderstand that part i don't he think he not, ever smelled like roses I've met, him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've met him he doesn't smell good um, he's not walking out of this innocent is what i'm trying to say right. what's gonna happen is that these two people now their credibility and everything they've ever said and done is going to be literally brought up after this um mm-hmm. mike smith he is an alice cooper for the people for the children of the people who listen to alice cooper yeah <laughs> actually i could see that yeah i could totally see that uh he Pretty says complain about the music well the marilyn manson's music has always been a niche thing it's never been very widely received and there wasn't much hits. consistency mm. to it either it, it, no. it's for maybe the first album the first album was like you know like, smells like mainstream smells like children yeah. I well, I, you, you got you got what's his name from MTV for that? Uh, yeah, what's his, what's his name? Uh, the host Carlson. What, 
Carson yeah, Daly. I don't know who was the Carson host Daly. Back then. Thank you. Who's Daly? Oh, Carson yeah. Daly. Carson Daly. Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to used to play uh, metal albums in their entirety on the radio, and he helped boost a lot of people. Like like Rob Zombie's new career after White Zombie, he helped launch Marilyn Manson. Corn. Uh, he helped launch Corn. He helped launch a couple other people around that time. So Carson Daly, you can thank for the success of Smells Like Children. Yeah. Like, I really, I only like Marilyn Manson's high-energy songs. You know, Lunchbox, Mob Scene. Lunchbox, Mob Scene. <laughs> <laughs> you I know, like, like, a lot of the shit, he just sounds like he's phoning it in. Especially now, lately. I, I got, like, like three, maybe. Wait. I got Killing People. I like that one. It came off the John Wick soundtrack. I also like... Uh, Hey, uh, I say no, you say Satan, you know, like that one. I don't really like that one. And uh, his cover of Cry a Little Sister, like that one's really good. Mm. Yeah, I did not mm-hmm. like his cover of Sweet Dreams. Honestly, I, 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 I kind of did, you know, like, that, that, that was me. You know? <laughs> what? What can I, I like the movie that was attached to. I know, uh, I know, I'm just talking with you. Well, yeah, that's actually, that's to. actually in, in all the in, in all reality that really was a good cover he that really was musically yeah. a good cover um but yeah, yeah. Sweet dreams like yeah i mean the original is not bad but it just came kind of bland <laughs> truth, truth be told but the original was like 1980s like produced for the masses you know yeah but dead man knows i just have this thing where it's like if you're gonna do a cover but all you're gonna do is slow it down then fuck off <laughs> yeah yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I kinda, plus yeah. his voice lent a lot to what the what the original mood of the song was. The his version of "Tainted Love" was pretty fucking good, though. Yeah, "Tainted" was okay. Yeah, it was alright. But I mean, like, I just like pictured Cry gothic little... coneheads, you know, like, <laughs> like, like "Cry Little Sister." For me, his voice matches what the tone of that song should be. You know what I mean? Especially considering the lost voice. And what's funny is that this if this exonerates him, that might be that might be the anthem for the Lost Boys remake. Hmm. Like if this exonerates him, this could put him back on top or back in at least running for this. So I have no idea. We're gonna have to just we're gonna have to keep an eye on this DJ, make yeah. a note of that. Because this is this is to me was really interesting. So with all that said though, let's go ahead and start wrapping this bitch up. I would really like to get into the post Malone story you sent, but paywall. Mm. Bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Grave Robert, go ahead and tell them about our Patreon, man. We got a Patreon. Check Woo! it out. More? Oh, there's like stuff. And things, and it's great. And um, unlike most people with podcasts and live streams, we're not trying to charge you, you know, six hundred dollars in a testicle every month, because um, most of us only have like one or two of those anyway. So our deal is, we'll start with one dollar a month. I mean, you guys, like, I feel like I'm doing DJ's part, but whatever. You guys, we would we would hope you would we would hope that we are at least worth one dollar a month. I mean, that just averages out to a few pennies a day. 
So for just a few pennies a day, you too can help a starving podcast host. And what you get for that dollar a month, unfortunately, you don't get a photo, you know, of us telling you about all of our struggles and where we live. But we will give you producer credit on every episode, valid, legally binding, okay, where you can put it on your resume. Might help you guys. Maybe you guys will work on a project bigger than us. That's cool. Um, you'll get access to Marine Mental Minute where myself, the grave robber, uh, just kind of like vent out and try to heal people with the words I've always wanted to hear. And also you get a minute with DJ, which is whatever the fuck DJ wants to do, because that's just how it is when you have a minute with DJ. Now, if that's not enough and you guys could sacrifice a little bit more to help out maybe two starving podcast hosts, there's the UAV tier. That's just three smackaroos a month. You still get your producer credit on every episode. You still get the minute with DJ and the Marine Mental Minute, but then we threw in another one for you. Access to the post show that releases every Wednesday. That's where we do all the fun stuff that we can't be bothered by the YouTube algorithm and things like digital censorship. It's a fun time. Most of the time. But if you want to help out three starving podcast hosts of varying shades of brown, you can sign up for the airstrike tier, which is just one a Broham Lincoln, the folding one, not the jingling one, per month, five bucks. So you still get all the other stuff from the first two tiers, the Marine Mental Minute, the Minute with DJ, the producer credit on every episode, and access to the post shows. But then you get access to a monthly movie roast where we pick a random movie and we sit there and we roast it mystery science theater style. You get access to the post show every Wednesday. We'll read your name out loud. Whatever name you want to choose, we'll read it out loud at the end of every episode that we have. Um, then you get stickers every month. I'm working on ordering stickers that will not be banned again. Um, but it was funny when, you know, Dead Man opened the packet and then started just laughing hysterically. It was. And... Um, also, a giveaway every three months. Every three months, we pick a random Patreon to receive something kind of neat. Um, our past giveaway winner um, did receive part of the giveaway. However, on my end, I have been failing at sending out the rest of the giveaway, to which I apologize. That will be addressed as soonly as possible. Um, but yeah, give us a give us a shout. Check us out. Tell your friends about it. If you're already subscribed, we really appreciate you guys. You know, if you know some friends that are maybe into this stuff, you know, send them a couple episodes on YouTube, you know, or from wherever you get your podcasts or they get theirs. Just have them check this out and, you know, spread it around. There's incentives. You know, Dead Man's going to dress up like Doom Guy for the entire month of October if we get enough people. Yeah. You know, and also if we get even more people, one of our fans is going to get a VT Network tattoo on his body. Those are forever. That's awesome. That is dedication. You know, like we don't require everybody to get a VTN tattoo, but if you want to, hey, that's cool. Shout it out. We'll post it up on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff too. But that's our tiers. One, three, and five dollars a month. Give it a just give it a little little peek. Just a little peek. Uh I have to do this in the Heath Ledger Joker voice. I'll I'll probably do my spiel. I mean Yes. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you guys decide. Do I do the, do I do the 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 socials as the Joker? Yes. You know you want to. You're just playing it off, but you're so excited that you have the opportunity to do the Heath Joker voice right now. 
Find us on DJ, Facebook. DJ hasn't voted, so so far it's only one yes. Yeah, go ahead and do it. There you go. Yeah, see, that's you're just hiding it. You know you wanted to do it anyway. Embrace the calling. So imitate you your favorite us, joker. The so if best you want to find us, get in contact with us, talk to us even, go to all your social media apps and type in VT Network 2. That's the number two. And if you want to talk to us directly, you know, skip the middleman. Go to vtnetwork84 at gmail.com. We're always listening. We're always answering. And part of the Friday show now is that we're answering fan mail and fan questions. So if you want to get your words in and have us react to it, vtnetwork84 at gmail.com. Have fun with us. <laughs> there you go. No, you edit. I know I will. <laughs> So <laughs> there you go, Mike. There you go. I hope you I hope you enjoyed that. I think that symbol on the chat means this pleases Mike. <laughs> Good. All right. DJ, tell him about our store, man. Oh, oh, okay. Well, since my part pretty much got thrust out to someone else. I know I, I fucked up I fucked up the sequence, right? So shut up. <laughs> it's like you don't do this every fucking week. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Now, now, let's be clear this time. Redbubble Rip, is before or after VT Network? VT Network is before Redbubble. Okay, now that we've gotten this uh, clear and out of the way. Yes, people come to our Redbubble. Jeez, come to our Redbubble store. God damn it. At vtnetwork.redbubble.com. We have lots of crap that you could pretty much put in your home, put on your body, you know, put on put on your car you know put on your kids like whatever you know just just put on something that's of value to you especially of value you know you know you know like you know vt network you know we don't do that crap you know you know this isn't trash this is high quality uh, high quality hand-sewn uh, shit we're talking here you know right now i'm let I me mean, i'm literally looking at a t-shirt i mean look at that t-shirt you know 100 cotton that's cotton right or is that polyester i don't know Ah, yeah, like who cares? You know, you just need to know that it exists. You know, like you know, even if it was uh, hand picked. But anyway, as we were saying, like you know, there are sweatshirts and there's that and wife beaters and uh, man beaters, and of course, there's a douchebag coats. There's stickers, wallets, hoodies, and and. uh, phone cases who the hell wants that shit on our on their phone i mean please buy one from us we really really do need the money my god this shit's ugly and of course we have pillows and we have uh bags and oh and masks yeah so you know rock us on your face you know we have clocks we have water bottles we have all types of bottles you know we have coffee bottles coffee mugs i I believe we do we even have like little money pouches you can store your money in and then send it to us because we need it we we really do need the money, people. So, like, you know, come on. Like, come over to the Redbubble store. You know, like, we, uh, look, we're desperate here. You know, we, look, I haven't eaten in four days. You know, like, you know, uh, help someone out here. I mean, this isn't charity. You're getting something back. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, like, you know, you have, like, some money. You're just, like, hanging around, like, you know, just, just, just over there, just sitting around, like, looking at you funny, you know. You're going to start, you know, stalk your dog and, uh shave it you know like you know send it to us we'll take care of that thing we'll get your revenge on you know for you you know 
So yeah, you know, we got picture frames and all that shit, you know, and we have several different logos that you can uh you know rock this shit on. I mean, look look at this beautifulness, you know, the the 80s logo, you know, like who 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 doesn't want the 80s and rocking the 80s on their phone? You know, like you know, put that put that right in your pocket, right next to your uh put that in your pocket and uh <laughs> You know, and, and you know, it, it just, just hit the hit shit. the store link one more time, Bubba. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and and because you know, like my uh, my co-host you know, wants me to, you know, like don't want me to talk to any of you all because he thinks I'm weird, and it it might be true, you know, but it hasn't been proven in court yet. That's uh, vtnetwork.redbubble.com. We uh, well, come on, man, like you know, like help us out here. We, we we need money here. Hey, look at that! Like they're, 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 they're different things here, you know. Like we have an ugly, uh, u- uh, ugly logo over there, but you know, like but it's charity, so you know, like buy it anyway and do your Christmas shopping like like early and you know with 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 the wreath one, you know. Seriously, you know, get get that shit out of the way, you know. Like you know, you know, fuck Christmas, and then uh, you know, Stranger Things, you know, where kids must die. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. vtnetwork.rebel.com. Yes, thank you. <laughs> You're both yeah. welcome. And if you buy something for seven dollars or more and forward a copy of your receipt to vtnetwork84 at gmail.com, you can also attach a video that you think would be disgusting enough to make Dead Man throw up on camera. It's my great rubbish should have been the one doing this. <laughs> so that's actually gonna happen today. Uh there's going to be a disgusting the dead man segment because I did not go to the gym this week. And I said I was going to hold myself accountable. So there's that. You're like that dude in the Da Vinci Code just whipping yourself with the fucking branches right now. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that Vision? I think it was. <laughs> no. Was it? Might have been. Uh, either way, whatever. <laughs> I'm just mad there are no Heath Ledger items. I, mean, I can design one. It's not a problem. Um, so uh, with all that said, though, I want to thank... Paul Schroyer and the Magic Scroll Network for keeping us on, keeping us going. Lofus, the Grave Robber, this asshole. Uh, <laughs> the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne Carroll, Sherry Finks, Ashley, Gibby, Mike fucking Smith, and Donnie Hengel. Thank you guys so much for being part of our Patreon. I hope you guys are liking all the stuff where, that you've been getting. Uh, but with all that said, though, uh, we are going to get the fuck out of here because uh, we, we do have a post show to do, and I'm dreading this. Because I do have to do a, this I, this whole thing because I did promise I was going to hold myself accountable. And that's part of doing that. So we're going to get the fuck out of here. Thank you all for watching. Uh, say goodnight, DJ. Good night, DJ.